Welcome to the Atlaran Adventuring Company. This is the world of Atlaran. Beyond the Forgotten Realms and perhaps not far from Exandria, Atlaran and her two-moon sky have seen leviathans, dissolutions, divine gates, and calamities. And that's only the last 5,000 years. These have all played parts in the world's fate, but it's the people that truly shape the future. And, every so often, little windows of time, short glimpses into exceptional people's lives, are plucked from the midst of the chaotic centuries, and we call them stories. They're not always epics of heroism and bravery, quite the contrary. Every hero was once a bumbling fool, or a selfish mercenary looking to make a platinum, or, in most cases, both. But on a far smaller scale, perhaps it is time we look at the 300 years since our last story. Much of the world of Atlaren has entered an industrial age of machines, magics, gunpowder, and most volatile of all, the printing press. Factions and nations fight for political supremacy as much with blade and bow as paper and ink. But the machinations of nobles don't mean much to our crew. In this particular window in time, it is the year 501, and despite the advancements of the world, the Antarctic continent of Frosthold is still a little behind. A trio of wanderers have unknowingly taken up a mercenary contract together, intertwining their separate threads. Each seek a form of salvation in their own way. One must undo a mistake, one must find their strength, and one must find their true place. Scrappy misfits all. This is their story, pitted against a world of danger and rushing further into the unknown every waking moment. I need no weapon, for I am the weapon. I need no armor, for my family is my armor. When I fall, I rise to guard eternal. This was the Nothar creed that Fustrak Broadhorn was raised by. A Minotaur barbarian with a love of battle and honor, the son of Chief Tejar is fierce detective of those he cares about. Fustrak is traveling the world to learn new fighting styles and techniques, and hoping to bring them back home to Garrett Eldathas. While not exactly smart, Fustrak makes up for it in brute strength and tenacity on the battlefield. The maul on his back comes in handy, but Fustrak prefers unarmed combat to even the playing field. Despite his gruff exterior, Fustrak can be quite patient, kind, and gentle, but guards the secrets of his past tightly though it may soon catch up with him. If you're ever in search of polite company and good conversation, perhaps Magda Renly won't be your first choice. If you have a problem that needs taken care of by whatever means necessary, however, you won't find a better mercenary for the job. Hailing from the Bjorning woods of Amnoblin, Magda has traveled the world under the employment of the Atlan Mercenary Company. She's a human blood hunter who acquires her abilities from special concoctions taught to her by the Guild of the Gate. While she has served the AMC for many years, anyone who comes across her may get the distinct impression she has no interest in niceties and kissing ass to rise through the ranks. Even so, Magda knows that in order to achieve her goals, she needs the AMC and the Guild. If she'll ever be able to stop looking over her shoulder and finally start looking forward, she needs to play the game. But she'll be damned if she lets herself trust anyone again. Oh, hey there, guy. My name is Noah Nicholas Nesbitt Barago, which you know is probably too many names, but Ma and Dad couldn't pick one they liked best, and even after all that effort to choose one, they like, you know, they ended up calling me Nick, wouldn't you know? 
Even my babysitters growing up, old Alma and Candy, called me all sorts of things because, Christ, they had a lot to choose from, didn't they? Half the time I don't even know who anyone is talking to, but I answer anyway because I just like to be helpful. Okay, uh, where was I? Oh yeah, you can just call me Noah. I grew up in a sweet little suburb of Port Midcord called Reese's Ridge, and I tell you what, I wouldn't have it any other way. My parents have a successful little potion shop that I helped out with as a kid. My dad was doing crazy experiments with the potions while Ma was tinkering away on whatever she could find. You know, I remember some of the other kids while I was growing up, they would come to our neighborhood barbecues and bring their toys over to show off. Why, this one time I accidentally melted poor Patty's new doll, and boy did I feel silly. After that, you can sure bet I got a good lesson in potion safety. Well, once I got older, I traveled around with the Phelan caravan since, you know, they were good friends of the folks, and I learned a lot more on my travels. Now, after traveling so much, I've helped the folks expand the business and, you know, created a few more things that we can stock in our stores. I came to Frosthold in search of some rare ingredients and some make some new, you know, potion things with. And I'll be darned all the heck if I'm not going to come up with something cool to show my dad next time I come home. Vagrant, entertainer, gun for hire, Christmas fortune mail. Uh, okay. Uh, so I found my laser, <laughs> my laser pointer. Um, oh no! And and I shined it on the floor, and apparently Jude loves it. So um, that was something that I did thirty seconds before the stream started. Oh, <laughs> Is it how the stream opens? <laughs> We're shaking it up this did week. Did you guys know? Did you guys know? Oh my god! No! One no! Shut up! All of you! Shut up! <laughs> Hello. Did Welcome you say you have one titty before? No, yes. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to the Alarn Adventuring Company. I am your dungeon master, Taylor Wallace. And joining me, I have this bunch of fucks who decided <laughs> at the last moment to ruin everything. <laughs> we were so That's focused. Us. So ready. And then fucking Paris. Um, I have with me Ash. Hi! Astrid Knight. Hello! Got Blake Wolf. Got Furkin Lurkin. Got Zach Gale. Happy thanks, Miss. And Zach. I'm Very here too. Who I appreciate oh. for shutting the fuck up. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, okay. So just because Coop's the teacher's pet, he right? Okay. encouraged Harris to he, start listen, off. Hey, teacher's he pet is a trigger word for me. Uh, both my parents were <laughs> teachers. And yes. you and I are each other's like good player. Like when everybody yes. else, like I fuck around sometimes at his table, but most of the fuck time around. I'm looking at him waiting for I'm him a to good start. Good player. No, you're you mean not. like Sunday just... when we started 30 minutes late? Yeah. Anyway, that wasn't my fault. Admittedly, that was because people were ordering food. Yeah. And Corey took four hours. That's Corey. He did. Oh my yeah. god. Because he takes four hours to decide anything. Love you, baby. All right. Corey, Corey had to make sure that whatever he ordered, he could eat with his dentures out. <laughs> <laughs> it needs to be soft so it doesn't hurt his teeth. Anyway, <laughs> two first. last time. Uh, yes, indeed. Uh, mm. Last time, uh, I the Fustrox... sex again. Sex oh, my God. oh my God! Shut, <laughs> shut. Fustrox started off with Asha, 
the uh, rune knight and blacksmith and showed off what he could do while also seeing the runes used in battle. Uh, mm-hmm. Noah and Christmas meddled a little bit and Christmas got punched, I think. Or was it Noah? <laughs> it's the most damage I've taken in the campaign yes. this far. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely not me. Uh, afterward, Asha uh, took Fustrock into her workshop to etch runes into his bracers and teach him how to use them and what they mean. Meanwhile, Magda and Lorcan went to a tavern and had a little heart-to-heart therapy session, uh, realizing how similar they are in some ways. Uh, Lorcan basically encouraged Magda to practice a little more self-care and sleep around. Uh, Yeah. That is the gay way. (laughs) He's he's not gay. (laughs) No, I know that. That's not what I mean. It's the, yeah. This is the way. The lesbians. The not the not straight way. Um, yeah. Uh, at midnight, you guys met up with members of the Jade Street Crows, specifically the so-called <clears throat> traitors, uh, namely Sala, Gwyn, Beckett, Mikhail, and Ross. Uh, in the course of discussing how they fell apart, uh, you learned a little bit more about Sala and Christmas. Uh, and especially Sala's particularly close sort of sisterly relationship with Gwyn. Um, Sala was, and still is, Tristan's wife, and she apparently had an affair with Christmas, while also helping him skim off the gang's profits. Uh, The gang fell apart, and four members were killed, resulting in a couple betrayals, including someone named Tane telling Tristan about... Christmas and Sala out of revenge against Christmas who should have been there. And he doesn't know why he wasn't. Uh, after a bunch of shit, the uh, <laughs> I'm just going to skip a bunch of this because it's too much. Uh, after a bunch of shit, uh, Gwyn took several people with her and they escaped the Feywild. Christmas apparently escaped as well and Sala got herself out. Uh, and no one has seen Christmas or Sala until very recently. Uh, You guys learned a little bit about Beckett, who is apparently best friends with Christmas. Uh, You learned about Ross, who is apparently a hitman for the gang who is supposed to kill Christmas, but refused. And is also, just so happens, to be Robin Goodfellow. Mr. Puck. Um, My kitty. Yeah. Uh... Magda noticed Ross and Lorcan staring at each other. Lo and behold, found out that they knew each other actually fairly well. They weren't friends or anything, but both part of the Sealy Court. Um, you also learned a little bit about Walter. Ross told you guys that you were on a right track, but he gave you a little more insight into... Uh, where Walter has been frequenting uh, between Uru's, Ansu's, Turisa's, and not far from Yera, and of course, Ewa's. Uh, Let's see. Ross also told you guys that Tristan, the reason he hadn't killed him himself, or someone else hadn't dealt with him, is apparently he's been juicing himself up with residuum, uh, and he's dangerous. And even Oberon might struggle with him. Eventually, Christmas left for a little while. uh, And you guys talked a little bit more with uh, Sala and Gwen. 
eventually Christmas returned and did a big old theatrical thing to try to, you know, encourage Sala. And uh, she told you guys that she should leave. And some of you said, that's stupid. (laughs) Uh, Christmas, on the other hand, said he would let her do what he thought what she thought was best and so she decided to stay one more night uh gwen walked you guys back to the docks after christmas and sala stayed at sundrakes uh magda offered for gwen to join you guys and then gwen invited her over to her house you know (laughs) so nobody's alone just Mm. in case yeah for sure uh lorkin in the meanwhile was going do it do it uh being a good wingman uh, and uh, we ended with Magda and Gwen heading off and you guys returning to Turnvik Island. So, being that you probably didn't get to sleep, some of you, uh, until maybe 4 or 5 a.m., uh, you guys are probably going to wake up around or a little bit past noon. However, oh, yeah. first, Coop. You told me that Christmas and Sala took the guest room at Sundrake's, and eventually Sala encouraged you to sleep after you guys had a very long conversation about what basically she was going to do. And after reaching a decision, finally, she encouraged you to get some sleep. And you chose to chill on the floor next to the bed and fall asleep that way. Um, does does Christmas often have colorful dreams? We talked about Would this you say? so much ahead of time, and then this question we didn't bring up at all. I'm just I'm just um, curious. Do you think he has like vivid dreams? Not recently. Okay. So. It's it catches your attention because it, it hasn't happened all that often recently, but there comes a moment where you're just adrift in the sweet unconsciousness mm. that you realize you're asleep. And usually this is about the point where like, okay, I'm asleep. That means I'm probably going to wake up in a minute because I'm starting to become aware. But that doesn't happen. Instead, your vision starts to clear as if you were in darkness. And you can see yourself. You can look down and see you have all your stuff on, like you're ready to go on the road. Um, And a lot of it, instead of being kind of worn from, you know, traveling all this time, all of it looks brand new. And you see all your, like, rings and any jewelry you have just shines almost like almost like there's too much bloom in the light and as you look up you see standing in the blackness ahead of you Ross Greer his red Talis and Jaffe-esque haircut his bright unnatural green eyes wearing the leather jacket the red sort of tank top the Uh, dark cargo pants the combat boots and he's just standing there with his hand shoved in his pockets he says evening Christmas 
Or should I say good morning? Am I... I'm just surrounded by inky blackness? It's... yep. Yep. Kind of hard to tell which one it is right now, isn't it? Pretty sure it's morning. I guess it's morning for wherever you are. What is this? Well, I... uh, I think I should start with an apology. It, uh... I am obligated to tell certain people certain things. And I'm afraid I had to report your existence to somebody. And she wants to talk to you. <clears throat> dog. Really? Is that a dog? Really? Yeah. <laughs> you had to report your existence to a dog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who? You'll see. I promise you I'm not walking you into a trap, but I do need you to come with me. I'll go with. Alright. And he turns and just leisurely begins to stroll into the darkness. Um... There is, there's a familiarity here with Ross. It's, it's a weird thing that you don't necessarily remember anything about him, but the way he acts is familiar. Like this is to be expected. Robin Goodfellow doesn't explain things. And as he walks, you, you sort of have to blink to realize it's happening, but you start to see color and detail appear before you in the form of a stone-lined grass and moss path. And the further you get, the further your field of vision extends until you start to see flower bushes and little rows of very carefully placed uh, little plants. And there is there's no the path itself is entirely made up of like mosses and lichen instead of cobblestones or tiles and you see every so often along this path there is a large stone slab that seems to function like a bench Uh, but eventually your vision extends to the point where you are looking at this massive garden that is full of every color and type of plant that you know and could possibly imagine. And at the very center, surrounded by four of these stone slabs, there's a rose bush. And there are these little tiny creatures flitting around it. Each of them look like a flower with wings. And sitting on one of these stone slabs next to a dark, sort of deep, clear pool is... It would be unfair to just call her a woman. She is something much greater than that. She is so 
painfully beautiful that it almost hurts to look at her. This long, almost silver blonde hair. These, uh, she wears, it's also unfair to call it a dress. It's more of a gossamer drape across her body, like a shoulderless robe almost, that is completely sheer. And the only part of it that is opaque is basically there's a front like yellow piece that extends over her chest and down. Um, but the rest is completely see-through. Um, she has this sort of silver spiraling tiara on her brow and a cuff on her ear that looks like a dragon is clinging to the outside of her ear. Uh, and in her lap is a little bundle of sort of gradient black to brown fur. And she's just slowly stroking over its fur as she stares down into this pool. Um, and she glances up as you and Ross enter the main part of the garden. And Ross steps up, taking his hands out of his pockets, and he gives a sort of reluctant half bow. He says, uh, Your Majesty, I, uh, I brought him. And she looks over the two of you. And the first thing you notice beyond how beautiful she is, is her eyes are the opposite colors to yours. And she looks over you for a moment with this very serene expression, a little smile, like she's glad to see you. And Ross turns and looks at you and reaches over and grabs the back of your collar and sort of forces you down just a little bit, just a little bow. And she speaks in this voice that I cannot replicate, but I will do my best. Because um, I don't have a very feminine voice. <laughs> um, and she says, Christmas. It's been a while. It's been a while. Question for mm -hmm. the DM. Yeah. I've read a lot of books. I've read a lot of stories. Yes, you have. Does Christmas know who this is? Make me a history or religion check. Both technically apply. I think it's going to be the same for me no matter what. good 18 18 yeah. um as you're looking upon her the first thing that pops into your head is is this a nymph or a dryad because those are famously beautiful creatures but there's just something more about her something something royal almost and you're searching your memory and including things that you've learned recently. And there's, there's a half a second where like, wait a minute, is this Titania? But no, it's not. You're close. This is Varanestra. She is known as the princess of the Seelie court and the matriarch of beauty. She is second most beautiful in the Feywild because she can't usurp her mother's title. 
upon realizing that, I will actually, like, get down on a knee. Oh, okay. And then bow. Yeah, uh, Ross, like, watches this, and out of the corner of your eye, you see him go, Oh, God. <sighs> um, and he takes another step forward. He says, uh, Christmas, it, I don't know if you have any memory at all of her, but... Um, May I introduce, and you can hear the, like, reluctance in his voice for, like, this sort of pageantry. He says, Her Majesty, Princess Varanestra of the Seely Court, uh, matriarch of dryads, nymphs, and fairies, and, of course, the representation of beauty in the Feywild. And you see Varanestra smile. She says, well, that's a lovely introduction. You missed a few titles, but I think that'll do. And she stands up, and you see this little furry black, like, ball in her lap jumps down. And at first, you think it's like a weasel or a ferret, but it's actually a sable. This beautiful, sort of uh, rare creature that is of course used to make some of the most beautiful garments uh well not most beautiful but most highly sought after garments they make beautiful paintbrushes they do that too but Mm -hmm. they're so cute they are super cute but their fur is amazing they make Um, the best watercolor brushes in the world some of them are well over two to three hundred dollars because they're so hard to get a hold of yep well now i'm sad It's just a fact of how our world is, sadly. Um, But uh, it jumps down and uh, sort of it weaves in between Varanestra's feet because her her uh, sort of gown doesn't quite touch the ground, and so it like occasionally ducks under and like will stand on one of her feet. She's barefoot. Uh, and just looks at you and gets like a good read on you and is constantly like moving around, um, you know, in the way that ferret family animals do. They never stop moving. Um, and as she stands, she draws herself up to maybe a good seven feet or so, like not huge, but taller than you. Uh, and Ross gives another little bow says, well, I uh, believe my work's done here. Uh, excuse me, my lady, I am required by your mother's side. I will check in later. And Varanastra nods and says, thank you, Mr. Goodfellow. I appreciate your time. You're dismissed. And he nods, glances down at Christmas, and walks away and fades into the ether. I'm still bowing. Okay. Um, She looks at you for a second and chuckles to herself, and you hear her mutter under her breath, he really doesn't remember. Christmas, you can stand up. I will stand up. And she has this smile on her face, like... It's not necessarily relief to see you, but it's definitely glad to see you. Um, And she steps up to you and lays her hands on your shoulders. Sort of looking you over for a moment. Says, 
We have been looking for you for four years. Not a long time to me, but a long time to a man. Apparently you've been running around at Lauren again. Um, my apologies, my lady. Um, oh, good lord, please don't start with that. Where am I? Your garden. Where else? You should recognize this place. I don't. I, I recognize them. And I'll point over to the, the rose bush. And I'll just, I'll pull down my my sleeve. And I'm assuming it's an exact match to the tattoo that's on my arm. Perfectly. Yeah. To the point where some of the fairies look exactly like what's on your arm. Something happened to me. I don't know what. I just woke up in a room in a, in a tavern somewhere four years ago and I, I do not remember what happened before then. Ross or no she wouldn't call him Ross she'd call him Puck um, says Puck told me that you were missing practically your entire time in the Feywild which is sad but I wanted to see you one to of course see you a dear friend but also, maybe to help fill you in a bit. It is not common that I make such a connection with someone and then just lose them out of the blue. What? I, I'm so sorry. I just... I, what in the world does... Someone such as yourself want with me. You know, that's a difficult question to answer. Because there's so much in the answer. Let me put it this way. Not many mortals catch my attention. Mortals are too short-lived and too caught up in all their own nonsense to really be any fun. But you were different. Your stories, your songs, your interest in the Feywild, they caught my attention. And so I thought we could be friends, which is why I brought you to my home. And the five years that you spent there were quite fun. Well, three of them were. Then you got involved with that Sala girl, but... So I've heard. Mm-hmm. 
You were apparently quite infatuated with her. I have to admit, I was a little jealous. I raise an eyebrow at that. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to roll about it? Do you want to know? I'll anything? incite that. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. go for it. I cast lie detector. <laughs> I love. Oh, it's that. actually pretty good though. Uh, I love that ever since I've started watching Abria Iyengar like DM, I've started picking up the phrase "you want to roll about it." <laughs> I love that phrase. Uh, Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Um, she's not necessarily trying to hide it. Um, there is like some potentially romantic jealousy there. You think you and this woman had a relationship of some kind? Okay. You listen. Did anybody bro. just hear like womanizer from Britney Spears yeah. like pop into their yeah. head? Listen, bro, you handed me five years and you gave me no limits. I know. <laughs> Hi, Titan. Um, but yeah. But uh, she she still has her hands on your shoulders and she wraps one arm around your shoulders and pulls you over toward one of these like stone slabs and the little sable sort of weaves in between your feet um, and she sits you down and sits down next to you and you see her draw this like spiral into the air and out of the ground the moss sort of cracks apart and this spiral of stone rises until it all comes up to the same level and flattens out into a little table. And she leans one arm on this table and you see sort of out of the distant woodworking greenery uh, this sort of ethereal what you can only think is like some kind of eladrin ghost or spirit or something appears with a tea set and brings it and sets it down on the table. It's all very theatrical. That looks familiar to me. It should. I taught you all you know. Okay, bud. Oh, wait. Get down. Get down. You don't live in the Feywild. That's a, well, not not as a, a, a comment to your comment to Titan, but uh, just as a general uh, question. Um, Verinestra, am I in the Feywild right now? Oh no, this is... It is your garden, but it's only a mirror for a dream. I would love it if you came back, though. have to say I think I would too I'm sure we um we built this place you know <laughs> we're not the city shut the fuck up <laughs> uh like we both went there yeah. <laughs> as as she reaches out and just with a flick of a finger, the like teapot lifts up and pours two cups. She takes one just very daintily. It's a teeny tiny little teacup. It's barely worth using. It's clearly for show, but she's using it because she can. Um, she, she glances around at 
just all of this beautiful greenery. She says, originally this place was just a little clearing with a couple of saplings in it. And then when you arrived, we talked for a good long while and then we started creating. This is sort of the space that I think we bonded over. A lot of these flowers didn't exist until you came up with them. I think we did an incredible job. I would say so. It's still one of my favorite places. It's rare that something stays one of my favorites for this long, both you and the garden. But it's been difficult to keep up on my own. Sometimes I don't want to visit it because you wouldn't be here. I got nothing. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. She she lets a moment of silence stand as she continues to just survey the space. And you see that as she notices maybe like a little imperfection somewhere, there's the slightest change, like her eyes narrow ever so slightly. And you'll notice like a yellowing leaf suddenly turn green again. Or a broken branch snap back into place. Like she's just very carefully curating this perfect garden. Um, but eventually she sets her teacup aside and she says, I have been worried about you. And now knowing the sort of trouble you're in from Puck, I'm worried even more. Do you really want to stay in at Lauren where all that trouble can find you? No. I don't. All I've then, ever wanted was to live in the Feywild. Well, if you really want to come back, say the word. Part of me would do that. Another part of me has a promise that they have to keep. Oh. Yes, I heard you had some new friends and Sala had shown back up. That's unfortunate. I can sense your jealousy. It's not a 
common feeling for me these days. Usually, usually I outlive my competition, but in your case, I can't because your lifespan is the same as hers. I knew I was signing myself up to lose when I chose a mortal man. Vernestra, you have to believe me when I say I am surrounded by the most beautiful environment I have ever seen in my entire life. So much that I can scarcely believe it, which makes it all the stranger that I can hardly comprehend how it all pales in comparison to the woman in front of me. But big smile. <laughs> I have I have one memory from those five years, and it's of her. And there are so many feelings and emotions that came with that, and I I can't understand those either. But I know that they're important to me. I know. I'm not here to steal you back being that the slate has been wiped mostly clean you and I sure we had fun but there's more to it than that we oh how would dad put it we have a deal I help you you help me and sometimes that was spending time together, and sometimes it was getting into trouble. And I suppose the entire reason for this little visit is I would at least like to continue that if you're really so set on this Sala. I am. Hmm. Mortal hearts are so strange. So what is it that you would like me to do? Oh, I don't have anything particular at this very moment, but I have a feeling you're in need of some help. And what kind of friend would I be if I didn't offer? I don't know what to do about Tristan. I don't think most people know what to do about Tristan Kepler. Is he, he... as dangerous as they say he is? Oh, yes. He has made um, quite the wave in the Feywild. Amadathelion fears him. I imagine 
in the next few years, maybe decade or so, he might even get my mother's attention. And how does the lady feel about him? Well, at the moment, she doesn't care. Why would she? That was, I don't know if we just, two ships passing in the night, was that I was referring to Varanestra. Was Varanestra also referring to oh, Varanestra? Oh, uh, no, she's, <laughs> you said the lady and I thought you meant Titania. No, I, um, yeah, meant No, sorry, rewind. <laughs> uh, she says, I, I can admire his dedication and his drive, but... Well, I don't like people who threaten my people. I don't either. Well, then I suppose I'd better help. Is there tea for two? Or is it just for her? Oh, it's for you. There's a cup for you too. Perfect. I will start pouring myself tea then. She, she is. She already poured you a cup. She's nothing oh, if okay. not a lady. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> yep. Then I will. I will raise my cup to her. Teeny tiny dainty. Yeah. Pink. Yeah. I appreciate it. Of course. Just um, whenever you do get back here to the real here. Pay me a visit. I will. Lovely. I believe you have uh, a busy day ahead of you, so I won't keep you too much longer. Just... Just remember that I'm here, and I'm on your side. Before I have to go... Can I go say goodbye to them? And I'm going to nod my head over towards the rose bush where the fairies are. And she smiles and she says, Oh, I suppose. I'll go over to the rose bush. Okay. I want to say hello and goodbye to my fairy friends. Um, so, do you have a specific number of how many there are? Uh, no. Okay, cool. <laughs> There's there's a lot. Um, like, there's not a swarm of fairies, but there's a lot. Like, maybe a dozen. Um, and as you approach the rosebush, uh, their immediate reaction is to almost kind of like bees, like, start to swarm and, like, get ready. But then there's a recognition, and they all just sort of float out very, very shyly and meekly. And you see all these beautiful little fairies that look like somebody crafted a little person out of a rose, each of them a different color. Their bodies made up of the petals, their limbs made up of thorny stems, their wings uh, made with um, this sort of like gossamer see-through, uh, just shimmering material. And as they approach you, they give off a glow in their respective colors. And it's 
It's all very fantasy and cute. I fucking love these things. Uh, I know. <laughs> um, but these little fairies, they don't, they don't speak. They don't do language. But they understand enough to, one, know it's you, and two, realize you're not staying. And uh, a couple of them, like, perch on your shoulders, and one, like, situates itself, like, in, like, where your coat joins, like, sits right there. I'm just kind of, like, petting a couple of them, just, like, very, very gently. Yeah, and singing they... to them in Sylvan. If you know what a butterfly's wing feels like, that's what these things feel like. Dope. Yeah. They're cute as shit, and they love you. <laughs> but as you're as you're just enjoying their presence basically slowly you're not sure at what point it really happens but you just sort of slowly fade like you're falling asleep um but that is actually you slowly coming to to uh the noon sun streaming in through the half blinded window uh, an empty made bed sitting next to you and a blanket, an extra blanket wrapped around you and a letter laying on the pillow. As soon as he like realizes he's awake, it's just like the sudden just like jolt and then like pistol mm -hmm. at the door <laughs> and then realizing that like there's no danger, he would yeah, put it away and then read the letter. 17 yeah. times, like I did yep. over the week. Yep, your six-page fucking letter. <clears throat> uh, but yeah. In the meantime. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. Magda. Oh. <laughs> oh god, oh god, oh god. Uh, you wake Yeah, there was up. a lot of that last night. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, Jesus. oh baby oh, uh, shut oh, up <laughs> you wake sorry up. mommy sorry <laughs> sorry mommy sorry you wake up maybe like close to 1 p.m or so it's still enough for a long rest but it's late later um and you can decide like how you wake up, but I assume you wake up in Gwyn's bed. To whatever level of clothing you prefer. Um, Maybe not totally yeah, okay. naked. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, as you, you... keep your socks on? Yeah, that's yeah. the whole time. Don't do that. <laughs> uh, you you wake up to at first this unfamiliar environment because obviously it was dark when you got here um but you wake up to this nice kind of smallish bedroom i mean smallish when you consider most of the space is taken up by an ultra giant bed uh like it's like a california king but bigger it's but an twice emperor. The size. It's, it's like an my emperor bed. Ideal bed. <laughs> yeah, it's an emperor bed. Just a whole room that is bed. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I seriously want to buy a house and make a whole room that is just bed. Yeah. It's a uh, dream. like a bedroom. <laughs> but uh, yeah, a, a bed, not a bedroom, but a bed room. Yeah. Uh, 
But you you wake up tucked under this uh, like thick downy comforter um, in just a sea of pillows, <laughs> yeah. and everything is just a little too big. Uh, mm. But the you can tell the house itself was built for somebody who's gigantic like Gwen. I've been saying that she's twelve feet tall, but she's actually probably closer to like ten and a half. Um, she's still huge. She's a yeah. large creature by yeah. mechanical standards, but she's 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 not as big. Um, but as you wake up, you can you can faintly smell something cooking uh, further down in the house. You know, this is a two-story, like basically a cottage. Honestly, um, it is this. If it were, like, normal human size, it'd be, like, a quaint, small, little, like, masonry cottage. But because, you know, a giant story is two stories to us, it's actually pretty huge. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, it's like, stone walls, uh, the inside of which is, like, ba uh, has, like, a paneling and, um... The ceilings have like the the joists and rafters, and uh, you see in Gwyn's bedroom the walls are lined with all sorts of, in a way, mismatched but also like there's a theme here kind of decorations. Uh, there are like framed paintings of places that you. Think some of them you might recognize. Um, one of them is clearly of Seeger Ray of Fear, like a, uh, is a map of Seeger Ray of Fear, like hand painted. Um, another is a view of this huge uh, staircase going up the side of a mountain to this temple opening, uh, overlooking this palisade village. Uh, there is a, a, there are a few like mounted weapons, some of which have a lot of wear and tear and chips out of them. There are pieces of ruined armor that are like very carefully placed on these like uh, frames to hold them up. Um, you see, leaning in the corner, there is this very tall, ever so slightly curving sword. The likes of which you've probably never seen. Uh, and leaning next to it is this tall, weird-looking glaive that has, like, a hook on the back. Um, and you see etched into the blade are runes going up the side that you would be able to read, spell out the word family. Um, and uh, you are currently alone in the room. I will get all my shit on, I guess. Yep. Uh, you your would underwear find... out of the pile. <laughs> yeah. You, you would find all of your stuff very neatly arranged on like a little settee at the end of the bed. Settee. Uh, settee. Fancy um, word for a fucking bench. Yep. yep. <sighs> all right. Yeah. I'll put all my stuff on and I guess wander out. Yep. Um, pretty much the entire upper floor of Gwyn's home is dedicated to a bedroom and a kind of a large, like, 
almost I would call it a study, but it's it's just an open area that has like a desk and a bunch of other shit in it. Um, there's a lot of like memorabilia of things like uh, all sorts of different things like places, battles. You see uh, in one spot all of her previous badges as an AMC member before her current one are all mounted in a row. Um, and you see in one spot there is this uh, in like a, a place of pride there is a framed uh, metal that is in the shape of it is a circle uh, with a sun image in it, a black sun with a crack through it, and it has this trailing gold and black ribbon. Um, but the staircase uh, also comes off this area and takes you downstairs to uh, sort of like a like a little living space that's attached to a dining space that's attached to a kitchen, which is where you find Gwen. Um, she has this like big stone oven at the back of the kitchen and then uh, a metal uh, like range stove on the side and you see she's she's cooking away and there's something baking in the oven it's, it's almost like a big pizza oven style where you like shove stuff in with a paddle um but she's she's currently like fully dressed in the stuff that's in her art minus the armor um and yeah, she's just cooking. Uh, I'll lean in the like doorway, I guess, and just kind of go. It smells good. And she turns and looks over, um, sort of brushes hair out of her face, and says, "Well, I I hope I've learned to cook something in thirty plus years. Are you hungry?" Uh, um. You don't have a choice, Magda. <sighs> okay. Um. <laughs> yes, starving. For sure. You know you don't have to wear the. You don't have to wear that here. Uh. Oh shit! Sorry, I just got distracted because we're getting a. Yeah, we are. Uh, spam in the chat. I'm oh, doing Jesus. it. Don't worry, I got it. Like, a lot. Um, I mean, at least it's a fun one. <laughs> Whose face is that? I don't Idea. even know. Um, Holy shit, did we get raided? I, no, it's just like... What's happening? It, I just deleted everything and banned the shit out of them. It's fine. Oh yeah, it says it's raiding with a party of 44 raiders. I don't know what that means. Okay, whatever. Whatever. Why? Okay, continue Why the story. Why is it a raid? Whatever. Okay. Who cares? Uh, I know I don't have to. Uh, I get... Okay, I... <laughs> I'll pull the mask down. <laughs> Here. Okay. Here we are. Good. Oh, it looks like it's a Twitch streamer who's like known for a pirate game. It looks like. Uh, oh. Well, that's nice. Looks like Spirit Farer and Sea of Thieves. 
Well, okay. and cool. he does pirate right. stuff, and Meg does, and it's Meg does I am part, not a so. pirate, but alright. <laughs> the hat uh, says otherwise. Welcome yeah. everyone, uh, thank you for joining, just be nice and don't spam us in the chat. Yes, uh, We're playing D&D, welcome to my homebrew world of it Welcome. Um, yeah. Uh, what were, you, what were you saying? I don't know. Okay. Um, but yeah. Uh, she, uh, yeah, I took the mask down. Mm-hmm. Uh, she, it doesn't take her too long to, like, plate up food for you guys. Um, sort of classic Frostholdian fare, which is a lot of, like, meat and potatoes kind of stuff. But, um, as she sits down across from you at this cute, like, little wooden table with four chairs at it that make you feel like a kid because they're all giant-sized, um, she leans on the table across from you and says, well, I, um... I asked a friend over and uh, handed off my keys to them while you were still asleep. So I should be good to leave with you all if you still want me to come. Uh, they're going to sell everything for me. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can definitely come with us. Uh... Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm just like picking at my mummy and potatoes like yeah. kind of like awkward and and she she can't help but smile and she says I um I don't know I was thinking about it a bit and I I was worried that the offer was out of pity I guess and... it no I mean you and Christmas's gang are part of what we're doing. So, you know, uh, I, uh, that's not necessarily uh, pity. It's just, it makes sense. We're all part of the same thing. So. All right. Um, well, once we're finished here, we will head over to get your friends. We'll stop by the Corinth and uh, Smithy. I understand you have something to pick up there. Yeah, yeah, I do. Uh, listen, I just want to, since we are going to be traveling together, I do want to, like, disclose, like, I want to... I want to... Just let you know that this this whole thing isn't um, it's not. A, I don't really do relationships at all. So um, you know, I I'm just letting you know like this. Yeah, I don't. Okay. Yeah. I um I understand. Good. Okay. Um yeah. Uh we should get going then. Alright. Yeah. Uh, and the two of you finish up what you're doing, uh, and you 
head out to pick up your Kusarigama and rejoin the others at Turnvik Island. Can you give me um, some information about my Kusarigama? It is a plus one weapon now. Yay. It is a chain with a with a knife at the end. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Where's my oh, there it is. Okay. So it's plus. So it just gives plus plus one to like everything then, basically. Yeah, attacks and damage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, that conversation was awkward. Yeah. I was sitting over here like, man, I feel like I shouldn't be seeing this. <laughs> <laughs> so does that mean since mine did 2D... It, since it did 1D6 before, does that mean it does 2D6? It's no, 1D6 it does 1D6 plus, plus an one. additional one. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah. Okay. And it also does plus, was... uh, plus one to the attack roll. 1D6 yeah. plus... Okay. That... I think it's 1d6 plus seven. Okay, cool. Dope. Yay. Um, I do, I do want a quick pause and say to the chat, um, thanks y'all for coming. Thank you, Hardway Jones, for the raid. Uh, we are focused on D&D, so we can't really interact with chat. It's not like uh, Let's Plays where we can talk to you guys. Please be nice to each other. Please don't spam. And uh, enjoy me emotionally torturing my friends. Yay. Yeah. So I'm very I'm intimidated to... because we haven't had this many people before. Yeah, I'm going scared. to That's close scary. Twitch chat because I can't be distracted by that. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, you gather your stuff, arrive, arrive at Turnvik Island uh, to Gungnir Tower. Uh I imagine Christmas comes along at some point. Uh, I actually wanted to grab Alistair real quick before, uh, oh my god, not Sylvie, before Magda comes back. <laughs> wow! <laughs> See, We're it's because we've been writing. Right now. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, yeah uh, I it's not... I wanted to grab Alistair. It's not hard to get a hold of him. He never sleeps. Uh, you just basically walk into the tower and there he is. Uh, okay. And uh, yeah, you find him because it's past noon. He's probably just like working on like a little like contraption, like magical contraption at the table. Um, and he glances up as you walk in. You see he's got these like little half moon glasses on. And he says, good afternoon. I suppose you all oh, slept hey in a there. Bit late. I oh, you know, we had a lot of things to do. Uh, I was wondering, could you send a message to Magda real quick? I need her to pick me up something while she's still in town. I can. What do you need her to pick up? Uh, can you just tell her to stop by Sundrakes and pick up my shield for me? You know, that's on the other side of town from her, right? That's fine. <laughs> also, Christmas is literally at Sundrakes. Yeah. Oh, or you can send it to Christmas <laughs> and he can pick it up. Let me put you back on the Mana's map. I forgot. Oh my god. Are. That's fine. <laughs> Just, Just Christmas and Magda pass each yourself. other. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yourself. Uh... But yeah, uh, Alistair... I'm taking the Midwestern thing to heart where you're just like, oh, it doesn't matter how inconvenient it is. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, Alistair nods and says, sure, I can do that. Um, And you see him draw these runes and arcane circles into the air. 
And uh, Christmas, as you're getting ready to leave Sundrakes, um, you hear a little like pop in your head, and you hear you hear Alistair say, uh, "Mr. Fortune Mayor, uh, Mr. Morago has requested that you pick up a shield for him at Sundrakes." Uh, this is the first time this has ever happened at Christmas. Uh, yeah, I, I can, I, I was planning on it. Tell him I'll, I'll bring it around. And of course you don't hear a response back, but, uh, Alistair nods to Noah, says he has received the message and he's bringing it. Okay, perfect. So what are you, uh, what are you making for lunch there, guy? I don't think you would want to eat this. What is it? I'm not sure yet. Ooh. I'm thinking... I've had an idea in my head for a while of sort of a field generator of sorts. Something that you could toss down it would make sort of a protective circle. But I'm not quite sure how to make it work. I'm not exactly an arcane engineer. Well, good for you that I'm right here. Uh, what can I what can I help you with? No offense, Mr. Brogo, but I think this is more up your mother's alley. You know what? And I walk over and I slap one of the horse bombs on the table. I'm like, I can make things too. And he looks down at it and he's like, is that a bomb? Yes. <laughs> Would you kindly put that away in a place where it can't explode? I just toss it in my bag, like haphazardly. Great. Uh, if you do, if you really want to try to help him with this, go ahead and make me. What kind of what kind of tools do you have access to? I believe you have access to Tinker's um, tools because you're an artificer. Yeah, I'm actually doubly proficient in almost every tool set that there is. <laughs> yeah, but you're not an enchanter. I'm gonna say. You can choose one of two things to help him with. You can help him either okay. with the building of the thing or figuring out sort of how to make the magical portion work. Uh, I'll do the, the tinkering part. Okay. Uh, so roll with your, your tinker tools. Do uh, I don't get advantage or anything. I just get the double proficiency. You just get the, yeah. Okay. Oh, balls. <laughs> Roll two. Uh, so that's eight total. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. You sit down next to him and you just sort of take over and you like take the thing and start pulling pieces apart and you're like, oh yeah, this should go here. Um, oh yeah. And... Oh, you know, this spring's in the wrong place and they just ting off in the, you know, into the distance. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, but we don't need that anymore. After a couple minutes, Alistair like lays a hand on yours and says, Mr. Brogo, please. And he just slowly slides this now pile of parts back to himself. You know, I think the problem here is that there's a, just a little bit more assembly than what you're doing after I've taken it all apart. Like, maybe you should try putting some of it together. God damn it. Thank you. Do you need any potions or anything? I can probably help you with that. No, no, no. I'm all oh. set. Thank you. Also wanted to let you know, uh, is Kit here yet? Kit is coming here? I mean, he said he was gonna. Oh, boy. 
<laughs> no, uh, to my knowledge, he's not here yet. I love torturing this man. Yeah. <laughs> um, because of the whole last campaign. But he just sort of sweeps all this like stuff up into a pile and like puts it into a box and says, I'd better start cooking then, I guess. And he stands up and heads to the kitchen. Okay, good luck. Um, is Foostrock up yet? I imagine everybody's up at this point. Yeah, Foostruck didn't sleep a lot last night. Take a point of um, exhaustion. No. Who are you having sex I, with? Yeah. Um, I, I assume that the, that the cabins have uh, like porches on them. Yeah, they they all have like little like kitchenettes and little dining areas and like a screened-in porch and por- in an actual porch. Yeah, Fustrak spent the night sitting out on that screened-in porch with his hammer next to him, just kind of keeping an eye out for anything weird. Uh, keeping an eye out for anything weird in a lake that people know nothing about. I imagine you saw some weird shit. Like, especially it's mostly, Foxfire. It, it's mostly keeping an eye out for people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you probably saw one of them, too. No, I'm kidding. Uh, but you don't recognize the people in the water. There's uh, there's more enemies that they have than what he anticipated, and mm-hmm. uh, Tristan worries him quite a bit. Good. Did you see Mr. Bubbles? Yeah. No, Gungnir is not only freshwater, oh, but not attached to... You can teleport. No, it is. I mean, he is an eldritch dolphin. He Mm -hmm. is an eldritch dolphin. So he can just... Just suddenly one day, he just goes, (laughs) just pinwheeling across the sky. (laughs) It's like his fucking Gamera. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, you you all eventually arrive because we fucked around enough. Um, And... uh, Magda arrives with Gwyn. Christmas arrives alone. No Sala. And uh, you all gather in the bottom floor of the tower as Alistair is cooking in preparation for the arrival of an asshole. Mm. And potentially his friends. That's what you have to do when assholes are coming over is cook. Yep. Yeah, so they Uh, have to, they feel indebted. You gotta prep. Yep. Oh. Uh, Uh Uh, okay. Anyway, that had a lot of weird connotations. No, no. So I'm going to go up to Christmas. (laughs) You gotta prepare. You gotta prepare the asshole. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna walk up to Christmas. Be like, oh, hey there, you know, uh, did you grab my shield by chance? Uh, no, wait, sorry. Hold on, I'll go get it. I'll just, yeah, no, it's right here, you dumbass, and I'll just take what I'm assuming is a fairly obvious looking shield on my back. Probably. And give it to Noah. Noah, will... you now have the Gorgon shield. Can you send me the information for that? It is I have, on I know what your, it does. It's on your D&D Beyond character sheet. How do I how do I find it? Open your character sheet. Okay, hang on, I forgot to do that. <laughs> oh my god, what? No, I like he I never uses the, them. No, I do. I open oh, okay. up the spot where the character is, but I forgot to click on it. Um, and I believe I've already put it in your inventory. Aha! Oh. I'm going to attune to it. Have fun redoing my card, Coop, because my AC is now 20. Um, <laughs> it's already done, my boy. 
Oh, you did it already? Yeah. Oh, I just made one. Right. I was like, well, unless something crazy happens, he'll have his shield immediately when we are playing next time. So I just I just gave you your, your AC. Uh, this you. shield does not require attunement. Oh, well, it's equipped now. Yep. Um, Plus three okay. AC. Yeah. Well, the other thing is I just got another... Uh, enchantment as well the artificer infusion mm -hmm. so i took enhanced defense so i just got a plus four to defense on this last level shit or to my ac all right so never mind i will be uh redoing your your card for next time oh why uh because now your ac is 21 isn't it no it's 20 oh I never mind the then i'm one. not yeah, redoing you're your card you're good. you're good okay um okay cool so no you you now. haven't added it yet the enhanced defense? Yeah, I did. I You've uh, added didn't... the infusion, but you didn't put it on the shield. The infusion's not on the shield, it's on my armor. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Great infusion. Uh, nope, okay. it's still going up plus one. I just added it for you. No, don't, because I already did it in the armor. I customized it. Oh, why'd you do that? You need because to I don't know how to use this fucking thing. It's oh easy. God. You click on enhanced defense. You say <laughs> item anyway. to use leather. So uh, hey there. <laughs> Figure it out later. Yeah, uh, you know you look kind of. Where's your uh, Where's your buddy? Uh, she's not coming with us. I thought okay. she said she was. But we decided that last night. I'm gonna walk over to <laughs> to Gwen. I'll just hold out a hand and I'll hand her the ring. And she reaches down and takes what to you guys is a giant ring, but what to her is a correctly sized ring. And there's this moment that you could see she was looking for Sala, but as she looks down at the ring, she says, Um, let's see. Gwen, she <laughs> told me a lot. Like a like. Will you get down here, please? <laughs> and she <laughs> takes a knee in front of you, so now she's about even. Even I just with give you, her the biggest hug Aww. that Christmas has probably ever given anyone. It's so cute. It's like a child just hugging an adult. <laughs> um, but yeah, she she wraps her arms around you, and there's this immediate. Again, a feeling of familiarity um, to the point that it it's hard to describe this. Um, it's it's something that you just know has happened many times before and feels right. And as she hugs you, she's she's holding it together, but you can you can tell she's kind of. Just getting a little misty. I'll um, kind of like I I kind of reach out to like pat her on the back, but I'm I kind of hesitate and actually just pull my hand away. Yeah. Um, but she she holds on to Christmas for for a good good little little while um, before she eventually sort of holds you out at arm's length and she says. You, you and Sala and Beckett and the others, 
You are everything to me. And I want her to be here so badly, but... And I want to follow her, but I know I need to look after you. And I have to trust that after four years of being on the run, she's able to look after herself. I would hope so. It wouldn't feel right to force her to stay here. No. Gwen, do I you know mean, where she's been? Where she's been? Yeah. Uh, says, I... I have some ideas, but no, I don't actually know. I didn't see her till last night. And I only heard from her shortly beforehand. She didn't tell me anything. She had a bruise on her face when we saw her. Yes. I had hoped to talk with her today about all of that, but... Sounds like she's trying to find a safe house, so... Good. I'm gonna work on a way that I can stay in touch with her. Um, she... she just... Listen, everyone here, um... I don't know you very well. You all know me very well at this point. Um, this man's not going to stop until I'm dead. And he's incredibly dangerous. And I don't have any long-lasting ties to any of you. We have traveled together very briefly. And if any of you are not comfortable with me being here, I will leave. Because if I'm with you, you're in danger too. And I don't want to say anything else until I know that none of you just want me to go. Also, well, I, mean, Noah, I need you to look at a potion for me in a little bit too, so you don't get a choice in this. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, that's fine. You know, the, the only people that haven't really brought any danger into the group uh has have basically been noah and jasper um so i mean noah carries bombs in his backpack and jasper is like a target for the glacier watch everywhere we go so you know to be fair they're in a pocket dimension so it's not like if they go off it's gonna cause any problems and that... also that's not really my fault no i'm not I saying think, it is i'm not saying i it think is. what foostruck is trying to say is that we all have an element of danger about us that he snaps his fingers and just points at her and goes back to his like sixth cup of tea for the morning <laughs> <laughs> We have aligned goals, all of us do. So, danger or not, we need to stick together because we're stronger together. 
And that's what family's for. Sure. As soon as Fustrak says that, Gwyn's like, yes, exactly. I mean, you can't go anywhere. We're gun buddies at this point. That's true. As long as you uh, stop, <laughs> like, creeping around in mm. my, my personal space, I'm fine with having you around. Keep doing you know, that, though. You the lights were on. It was one time. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's no. one of those things, Magda, where, you know, like, your personal space is the majority of this tower, so you're going to have to, Yeah, like, exactly. You're going to have to, like, tone it down a bit. <laughs> Fine, if there are walls and a door that are closed in a space that's been designated for me, that's me space. And you cannot come in unless you've been invited. There we go. That's personal space. I'll look up at Gwen. Gwen, does she make you happy? What kind of question is that? Yeah, what kind of question is that? A serious one. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Gwen actually, like, pulls back. She's like, uh... Um... This is... Alright. Embarrassing. Um... I... Yeah. Here's another one of those lines that you just, like, step right over. And Noah's, like, looking around. He's like, I don't see a door anywhere. Yes, I. We'll see. And just kind of stare down at the floor. I like being around her. But we've also only known each other for two days. I kind of sidle over to Mecca, like, really close, and I'm like, so you know how you were saying to those other people, like, don't let good things pass you by because you hate yourself or, like, whatever? Like, maybe you should take your own advice, yeah? Maybe you should mind your fucking business. How did I know you were saying that exact thing in that exact way? Just, uh, just, you know, stop, uh, stop being a hypocrite. And then I just walk away. (laughs) <laughs> Foostruck spits tea on the table. <laughs> so, All right. Now that we're sufficiently awkward this morning, we need <laughs> to figure out what the fuck we're doing because we still don't know where we're going to go. And about that time. Well, oh, God. Here we go. I was about Here to say. my it. old character. <laughs> Yay! Uh, you all hear the door to the tower. No, not. It just. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the gay entrance. Yep. <laughs> both doors, just not one yeah. of them. No, both it's doors. gotta be both. I arrived! <laughs> and in walks a now normally proportioned oh. kit okay. with his longish, sort of sandy, braided hair all pulled back. It's long enough to the point where he can have like a Viking thing going on, uh, like a Viking bun um, and braids and all that. Uh, he has... What? The bun of men. The bun of men. Uh, he has a, uh, sort of like a brown, like, buckskin vest. No shirt, because it's Kit. Uh, 
just sort of regular dark, like almost like um, like those loose like linen, almost like deserty pants, but they're black, so it completely defeats the purpose. Um, barefoot, and uh, he currently has a very noticeable uh, brace, uh, like bracer on that looks like it's made of glass, similar to the tiara he'd been wearing before the circle. Um, but, he just walks uh, around in a fucking tiara. <laughs> not a tiara, a circlet was what I meant. Oh my um, god, I can see it. But, following Kit. Uh-oh. Uh, is it Kenna? It's, or is it Nyx? Shut up. Um, following Kit, there are two people. Oh god, it's both uh, of them. One is <laughs> a pretty small... Very diminutive, uh, how many more words can I use for small to just demonstrate <laughs> how small she is? Just very petite. Teensy. Teensy little woman who's maybe like <laughs> five one. Like on oh, a she's good so day. tiny. She's so little. Um, but I mean, she's, she's not only short, she is tiny. Mm. Little bitty thing. Like she's not skeletal, but God, she's, she's a, small. She's a fence post. Kind of. Um, yeah. but with more curves. Uh, she's a curvy fence post. <laughs> she's like an hourglass on a diet. Um. <laughs> an hourglass with no bones. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but just this very diminutive little, uh, tiny woman. Very pale. Uh, she has this simple, like, dark, uh, like, wrapped tunic. Uh, dark trousers. Uh, heeled boots. Uh, and she has a leather satchel over her shoulder. She has long black hair, sort of all pushed to one side. Um, and you can see on the side of her face, coming down her temple and sort of the side of her cheekbone, there's a pretty nasty dark scar. Um, at Kit's other side is someone who is practically the opposite. Um, he's okay. pretty Ooh. tall, still kind of thin, uh, very pale. Uh, almost to the point of a similar skin tone to Gwyn, pale. Um, like, not like gray pale like this woman, but like blue pale. Um, he is in a bright, like, brighter than sky blue, like, wrapped tunic of his own, sleeveless. Uh, he is covered in silver jewelry, very ostentatious. Um, on on one hand, he has this like strange black glove that looks like it's enchanted. Um, he has uh, white sort of similar like linen pants, uh, and over that is like a sarong that is bright, multicolored. Uh, also uh, shoeless, like Kit. Uh, his hair is jet black, but it has this very particularly placed streak of white through it. Uh, he has like crystalline blue eyes and just this perpetual grin on his stubbly face. Uh, and he just marches in beside <laughs> it. Uh, but uh, Kit throws open the doors and reveals the three of them. And he walks up to all of you and just takes a second to look over your group until his eyes fall on Noah. And he says, what did you do? 
Oh, hey there, uh, champ. Um, did you bring my uh, my scroll back? Yeah, and he reaches okay. into his belt and hands you cool. over the golden scroll. Got my scroll and my shield. That's everything off my list. We can quit playing now. Cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, uh, you know, so there's um, there's some things going on and like some stuff. Uh, that's um, you know, a little uh, on the concerning side. Okay. Hi. Hello, Mr. Kit. Uh, hi. Magda. Hi. Yeah. What are you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing here? And what did Noah do? Oh, I have uh, telling him about you know the whole Walter situation and the possibility of the ley lines being destroyed. Oh, yeah. 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 It, it, mildly concerning, you know. You, you know. Yeah. So. My question in response is, why are you asking? Asking what? Why did you ask me what would happen if he killed the Awas tree? Because he's probably doing that. Uh, yeah, you know. Where the fuck did you get that idea? Where did he get that idea? I don't know. Uh, we have some information from some sources that he has been... <laughs> Listen, listen to what I have to say first, and then decide if you want to dig deeper, okay? So we have some information from some sources that say that he has access to the Feywild. He also has a dead wife that he may be interested in trying to get back in some way. And so since he is running around all in Frosthold... And has been known to go to the sources of the river that lead to the Awas tree and other places like that. We we have reason to believe that he might be tampering with it to kill the tree uh-huh. and blur the lines between life and death, you know. And, you know, not to mention that apparently he approached uh, Keladir and was turned down. That too, yep. And uh, he's also been... And uh, Kit holds up a hand. Okay. And he turns to his left to the tiny woman. He says, do you know anything about that? And she's just sort of holding the strap of her bag. And she says, um, this was Walter dying? And yeah. he nods and she says, I, I don't think I was there. I'm sorry, can we have some introductions, please? Uh, And you see immediately she, like, pulls back and is, like, a little shy. Um, And Kit's like, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, Hi, everybody. You already know me. I'm Kit. Um, This is Nyx. uh, And this is Vesper. Oh, it's Vesper! Oh, it's Vesper. Oh, shit. shit. No wonder she's um, like, oh yeah. yeah, she's like walking PTSD. Yeah. <laughs> she is. Um, but yeah, uh, Nyx, the moment Kit stops speaking, Nyx pipes up. He's like, yeah, hi everybody, how are you? Uh, oh, Jesus. Yeah! He's another ball! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! <laughs> um, it's like, yeah, um, um, yeah, as Kit said, I'm Nyx, and uh, I heard, you know, you might need some help with a problem, so here I am. 
I don't know much about anchor trees and that sort of thing, but we'll figure it out. And uh, uh, yeah, I wanted to add in, there's another piece. Apparently Walter is also uh, taking residuum from the Feywild and uh, stocking up on it. Not to mention, he's also trying to sell it to all the Arcanists to, I don't know, get onto their good side or something. I don't know. And Kit nods. He's like, yeah, we kind of figured that part out. And Nix is like, well, that sounds like a problem. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, so... Hi, everybody. Um, he's, <laughs> you can see his mind is going a million miles a minute and he has to stop occasionally and be like, okay, wait, make a coherent sentence. Um, he's like, so... Uh, just... I just joined in on this little project that Kit's on, so I'm still catching up. But I've been aware of somebody going around the Arcanists and like offering them deals and to try to sell them weapons and such. And uh, I actually just got back from Issa uh, talking to Droval Eastland, and apparently they've been offered, uh, well, one of the first ones to be offered residuum. So uh, I'm kind of interested in what this guy's up to as well. Though the whole thing about the anchor tree may be a little more up Vesper's alley. Um, and Vesper still holding the strap of her bag, just like nervously, just to keep her hands occupied. She nods slightly, but she does not make eye contact with anybody. Um, and you see a moment where Kit, who is between being fed up with you guys already, and, like, mildly annoyed at how friendly Nyx is. Um, you see Kit take a second to reach out and put a hand on Vesper's shoulder. Um, and she looks at him and looks at all of you. She says, um, I, 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 I've been working on the uh, Ulmatum project for a little while. Um... Uh, I, I think you all must have just missed me back in Yara. Um, my my thing is sort of plants and magic, so I, I'm I'm interested in what this person thinks he can do with the anchor tree. Um, and I had kind of a similar question to Mr. Barago about what would happen if the anchor tree died um i think it's worth mentioning and she like looks at kit and kit's like yeah go go on go on it's like um some time ago uh th the anchor tree in garrel shell was destroyed <clears throat> um oh fuck a, a good a good long while ago but um it there was the whole thing with the dissolution and Hesperus and people thinking he was a traitor and a coward. And Laska, the the titan of light and stars, they destroyed it. Um, but we have, of course, since learned the truth that Hesperus was imprisoned and all of that's been fixed. But when the sun tree, the anchor tree of Hesperus was destroyed um it had very str 
strange magical effects on the continent, especially in the local area. Um, mostly that, mostly that light and dark didn't work quite well. It, it, it threw the local area into sort of a perpetual twilight. Um, when did this happen? This was hundreds of years ago. How many hundreds of years? Was, was oh god, during... I don't know exactly when. Was that during um, campaign one? Was that happening? Because we went no. to Garoshell, didn't we? Yeah. You went to Calicar, but you weren't in the local area of the Anchor Tree. Um, okay. The Old Astave is at the center of Garoshell. Calicar Harbor uh... is at the eastern edge. Um, no, I think it would have been... It would have been a little while before the Calamity. Um, oh, okay. But Vesper uh, says it it caused strange effects in the local area with casting magic and um, people aligned with light and related sort of magics. They were weakened and Anybody aligned with Hesperus was just completely powerless. It to the point that things from the shadow fell started to leak in around the area of the Olastave. But since Obsidian Day, um, since Hesperus was, you know, cleared of these accusations, a um, a new tree is growing there now. And not to mention uh, also around Obsidian Day, um, some things were done to try to control the rampant magic there. So it didn't become a world problem, but I am very worried about what could happen with Ursan's tree. Potentially. Uh, He's the uh, he's the god of death, isn't he? Yes. Oh, that kind of explains why he's doing it then. Yep. Yes. Um. Not to. Not to say that Hesperus is not important to the grand scheme of the pantheon, and not to say that you know the sun and light and stars are not important, but. Corrupting death could be much more destructive. I have no idea what that could do. The, the mind reels with thoughts of undead or people that can't die. Question. She's the dark staff, correct? Yes, she is Dulthair's. Uh, <laughs> oh no. Okay. Dulthair's staff. Dulthair and Olgar. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's, again, why we were concerned. So, honestly, uh, we have enough... Sorry, you know, continue. I no. Oh, are you sure? I, uh, you know, there, didn't you guys say something about a phoenix? Um... That brought Fustrock back to life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That that was the that was the thing that happened. Mm -hmm. Could, I mean, 
I don't know what kind <clears throat> of magic that is, or, you know, uh, is that something that Walter could get a hold of, or... I don't... I don't know how that works, because his wife died a long time ago, so... And in the Feywild. Yeah, what? so I don't... Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know if that would affect anything. Because Feastruck had just died. And the Phoenix yeah. was like, okay, I'll, I'll give you a hand here, but... Gotcha. Okay. I don't know. know, but that that's the thing, though, is that that's why I'm like... There are other ways. Like, Keladir, I think he wants more of an instant solution rather than, you know, make connections with clerics and raise a bunch of money for a resurrection spell and stuff like that because it, it it's possible but I don't know that's kind of what I thought he was might have been doing with the residuum is he was trying to get money really fast but uh, in Nick's cuts in he says uh, you're talking about this Walter guy yeah uh-huh. um what do you... I guess we're a little behind on what you all know about him. Um, I recently came across the fact that he's connected to the Guild of the Gate. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, you... Uh, what? What's, what's this about... Is You think he's doing this just to get his wife back? I think he may also have some kind of vendetta against you all as well. I know the guy. Uh, yeah, but he, he went to the Obsidian Collective to try to get his wife back, and they just denied him flat out. Oh, yeah, yeah Ryan. Um, so well, I mean, I've got to assume that she denied him because. We had to save it for someone else. I completely agree with that, but with a man wrecked with grief and, you know, maybe not used to being told no, uh, he might have, he might be holding a grudge because he's also fueling all the tensions down here in Frosthold between the GWC and the local native tribes things like that he's selling to everyone and And Nyx is like oh that's why you're interested I get it alright okay Um, you know not to mention that we think he might also be uh, the person who's running the mine that's pulling up the residuum and poisoning the Awas tree and he's been spotted at uh, every single circle of stones within, you know, three, four hundred miles of here, where the ley lines cross. It's a lot more than that. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, it's a map. No, and... he's he's been spotted at four of them, and Awas. There are mm-hmm. eight of them. Yeah, Ansu's Awas, west of Uwu's, Uwu's, and the Blue Shore Tribe, and the mine. Yeah, um, they correspond with, uh, the mine corresponds with Yara, and uh, the mm. Blue Shore area corresponds with Tori's house. Um, 
But uh, Kit nods and says, okay, we'll just add that to the roster. Uh, oh, boy, and... this continent. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, I wonder if it was him who cast the the weird plant growth on the 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 Almada. Almadam. Yeah, I know. I said it wrong on purpose. Okay. <laughs> uh, then Kit would correct you. Uh, but uh, <laughs> oh, the Almadam. Yeah. Yeah, Almadam. Almadam. Uh, but Kit nods and says, "All right. Well, I have some shit to look into." And he turns and looks at Vesper. He says, when's Kenna getting back? And she's like, I, I don't know. You'd have to ask Burke. And he sighs and rolls his eyes. And it's like, all right, well, I don't know what you two are going to do, but I need to get back to Yara and talk to Devria about this. What are you all doing? <laughs> Good question. Magda, question. Do you... Um... Do you have that ship's manifest that you like to flash people every so often? <laughs> yes. I, I don't it. like the choice of words, but yeah, I'll hand it to him. I assume you're going to want me to look like get some information off of it, so I yep. have it here. What do you want to know? First and last names, please. All of them? All There's of them. like 50. Yeah, dude. Is there a digital a copy of that you can send me? There's a picture uh, somewhere. Yeah, there's okay. a picture, but um, well, this is this is the slightest bit of metagaming, but there's someone named Mikhail on that list, and I would yeah, like to know what their there last name is. Sure is Mikhail Alacreed, son of Vostavan. Not the same famous one. navigator. No, Got it. okay. That's all I wanted yeah. to know. Um, yeah. Mikhail is very. He's like name. seventeen. Gotcha. Yeah, he's not Walter, or Walter. He is not Mikhail Birnikov. At some point, I am going to um, actually look through that list, though, because I want to know what people are currently connected Mm -hmm. with Walter that are on that boat to see if there's any names I recognize. Um, Also, Magda, have you heard from your dad? Nope. (laughs) Last you know, is he okay? Uh, I last I know, I talked to Joan, and she said she was gonna get him off the ship. So that's just all I know. keep us updated. Wow, I'm surprised you didn't even make me roll for deception on that. <laughs> all right. Is is there a bowl of fruit on the table? I'm sure there is. Um, Alistair. Where's the phone? Uh, fruit, please. <laughs> um, Not uh, even please, just fruit. When, yes. <laughs> when Vesper is like, plan. when uh, when Vesper is like looking around at all of us, like Fustrak's gonna like smile at her and just like gently wave, and then after a minute, he's gonna grab an apple and just like hand it to her. <laughs> My God. Just to like be nice. It's like a toddler he, trying to make a friend. What you don't know is that she was actually like almost murdered with an apple. <laughs> That's not true. I know. Um, I'm just kidding. No, yeah. thank Christ. I was. Oh, you thought like, he was oh, serious? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, just like trying sure. to be nice because he knows she's uncomfortable. Yeah, as you offer it out. She 
She like has a hard time maintaining eye contact, but she just slowly reaches out and takes the apple and like pulls it in and holds it in both hands. And he just smiles again at her. (laughs) Just trying to be like warm and friendly. And she she gives you this very like uh, like scared (laughs) smile. Uh, (laughs) Like you can tell she's not 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 used to strangers. Um but um Kit uh Kit clocks this but doesn't say anything about this in particular. He says So alright, um well, I gotta go. You all can fuck around and figure out what you're doing. Um if you find out anything useful other than asking terrifying fucking questions which you didn't answer, I might have. I don't know what would happen. Oh, okay. I mean, you there, could have just said that. There, you don't have there to is... be so, like, gruff all the time. <laughs> oh my hey, god. Listen. Listen. It has been a long 300 years. <laughs> you chose and, <laughs> and people just keep fucking with everything. I reach in my bag and I pull out a donut and I hand it to him. Like, maybe this will help a little bit. <laughs> this is not a friendship thing, but I'm taking the donut. Okay, I mean, do you want a second one? Do you want to meet my mom? She makes the best. <laughs> I sweet know things. your mom. Oh, that's right. You do. Yeah, you know. How the okay, fuck do you well, think I know? <sighs> my God. Vesper, Nix. <laughs> if you're coming, come. And he. Turns. Get yourself a molasses log on the way out. And he just heads out. Um, and Vesper is like, she watches Kit go and then she looks at all of you and she's like, uh, um, and she looks at Nyx and Nyx is like, do you, do you want to go? Just saw it faced. And she's like, I, I should probably, it's nice to meet you all. And she like runs after Kit and Nyx just shrugs and stands there. Safe travels. <laughs> yeah, and there is a moment like before the doors close, she like looks back at Fustrock and smiles a little and keeps going. Making but yeah. Kit and Vesper disappear. Nyx is just standing there, hands on his hips. <sighs> well. Uh, um, uh, is there anything I can help you folks with? You know, uh, I mean, uh, part of me Part of me feels like we, uh, so I probably should have cleared all this with you guys last night, but I did, uh, talk to Alistair a little bit about the, uh, uh, proverbial roided up shitstorm that's probably going to be blowing into this place at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all think that maybe we should have, uh, looped Kit in on that too? Since uh, he may also be involved with Walter. You know, Do you want me to yell kinda, at him? I can get him back here. It kind of seems like he's uh, a little overwhelmed right now. Yeah. So maybe we should, you know, uh, not do it. It's, it's I, fine. Can I also make Thanks. a request real quick? And Fustrak, I appreciate you asking this. Um, when it comes to anything related to Tristan anything at all he he hold on hold on 
he is going to try to charm you before he tries to hurt you. And he will not hesitate to try to strike a bargain with any of us or anything like that. And it will all be a front. Do not trust anything he says. Do not trust anything he does. And if you are contacted by anyone that says that they know who he is or that they want me or Sala or anyone, do not make any decisions or say anything without it going through me or preferably without it going through Gwyn first. I trust her judgment more than my own. Right. I was just going to say, you know, nothing because Nyx is standing right fucking here and I don't want to, you know get any of you, expose any of you for any, like, weird shit that you're doing, but apparently you're just gonna do that yourself. Alright, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't say any names last night when I talked to Alistair, except for Tristan. Uh, so, I mean, fuck it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Noah Who's has turned Tristan? to Nyx at this point, and it's just like, hey, do you want a donut? <laughs> yeah! Oh, here you go. <laughs> yeah, and he, he takes it. Chop, had... chop, chop, chop. If I'd known you'd had donuts, I would have offered Vesper a donut. Yeah. Oh, do oh, oh donut? don't, don't worry about it. Uh, I will food. happily take a donut. Oh, here you go. <laughs> you, your oh. name's Foostruck, right? Oh. Yep. Trust me, the apple was the better choice. Vesper's very uh, planty. Yeah, she just seemed uncomfortable, and I thought that maybe <laughs> Perpetually. somebody, you know, just be a little extra nice to her might help. Yeah. Also, Nick, yeah. ignore everything that I just said. I'm very tired. I didn't sleep. Oh, don't don't night. worry. It's yeah, all it's all no, locked in up that here. Got it all. Here. I will remember everything you said. <laughs> Can I make I an insight love check? Nick so much. <laughs> uh, where's my? I cast lie detector. Yep. Uh, He's got, like, that's a fifteen. He's got, like, ADHD brain. He remembers everything. Yeah. You, Magda, as he says that, your initial thing is to be like, oh, he's being sarcastic. But there is a weird intelligence about Nyx <laughs> that makes you think he will remember everything. Right. Cool. Despite his ADHD brain. Yeah. All he's right. got the hyper fixation stuff. So yes. He's just, like, yeah. hyper observant. Well, it was lovely meeting so many of the Obsidian Collective. We It's going to be like trading cards. We're going to get you all one day. Um, I mean, only if you're in a lot of trouble, you're real lucky. We're Which considering really lucky. Well, considering all I've heard, uh, no, I'd say you're in a lot of trouble. Great. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That, that sounds about like us. And uh, assuming that, you know, Kit sticks to what he says, probably going to get a visit from a few more of us at some point. Yay. Uh, yeah. cool. Just, you know, if, like, Kenna <laughs> ever shows up, or Burke, just, like, I actually try mean, well to annoy them. Oh, yeah, I've heard about that Kenna character. Yeah, she's great. I love her. Mm. Uh, I actually do need, would like to meet Kenna at some point because we oh, have some okay. things to discuss. I'll well, tell her. 
Uh, you don't have to tell her. Never well, mind. I mean, I'm not going to be able to tell her, like, right away. She's away doing things, but... Okay. I assume she's going to want to get in on this anyway. Trees are kind of her thing, too. Apparently, so are curses. Yeah, she's real good about those. Yeah. I mean, she's sort of, like... I don't know how much they really teach in schools anymore, but she's sort of the... One of the people that figured out how to work with the Hydaelyn staves before they were us, so. What? You know, along with a few other people, but. Well. Yeah. It was nice to meet you all. Am I being dismissed? Uh, Would you like to stay for breakfast? Would you like to stay forever? I'm sorry. <laughs> One in the afternoon. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like almost 2 p.m. Would you like so... to stay for brunch? Brunch I comes mean, before I... lunch. Kind of more like yeah, lunch. Didn't at we this point. just eat <laughs> uh, brunch? Isn't that what that was? Anyway, um, we need to decide what we're going to do next here. Okay. So you know, am I being dismissed? Yeah. Okay. Any... Get the fuck out of here. Oh, God. Well, All that's right. rude. Uh... <laughs> Fustrak oh. stands up and shakes his hand and just goes, sorry about her. Oh, no. <laughs> I Listen, I deal with Kenna McEmbro on a really regular basis. It's not that bad. Oh, man, it's going to be real fun having those two in a room, then. Oh, yeah. No, Kenna... Ken... I can't wait. Okay, wait. And he turns and he walks out of the tower. He says, I'll be out here whenever you decide what you want to do. Is Alistair still here? He's, yeah. He's sort of running in between the dining room and the kitchen. I'm going to go meet him in the kitchen. Oh, God. We need to all just sit down together. I'll be right back. Just relax. (laughs) Next session. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it's been. Right. Yeah, I'll go find you find Alistair sort of finishing up uh, cooking the last of what he's making for you guys. Um, Alistair, th- uh, this is um, mm-hmm. time sensitive, so I apologize that I'm interrupting you. Yes. Um, that thing that you do where you can send messages to people. Um, mm-hmm. I still haven't quite figured out how to do that yet, but someday I will. Can you <clears throat> send one last one? for me of course okay. the, I know the building is protected this room the kitchen is part of that right this is we're protected yes here. the entire tower and most of the island is watered okay. uh, thank you Hardway Jones we appreciate you being here thank you for the raid sorry again for the confusion have a good one okay anyway um, yeah, that's the message that I need Alistair to send to Hardway Jones over uh, in Australia. Yeah. No, just kidding. Yeah. Um, I put it together. It's 25 words exactly. Cool. <laughs> um, I need you to send this to Sala for me. Oh, not saying it out loud. Okay. Uh, no, I will say it out loud. Oh, okay. Speak and be heard. She'll know it's from me. Okay. Uh, you said you can't imagine a world without me or Gwyn. Know that we don't want to live in a world without you. Be safe. 
Um, Alistair nods and he he sends it pretty much verbatim, uh, drawing the runes and arcane circles into the air. Um, and he waits a moment for the response. And you see his brow is sort of furrow, kind of like the oh, kind of reaction. Um, he says, uh, she, she says to look after yourself and Gwyn and try not to worry about her for the time being. I cast lie detector. <laughs> okay. I want to see if he's if there's something he's not telling me. Okay. 12. <laughs> I mean, he told you the message. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. That's a tough ask, but I will do my best. You don't have to send that to her. I'll I'll figure something out on my own for that, but thank you. Alright. Um I should say well, I'll say it to your group. Um and he follows you back out of the kitchen. Um Oh hey then... there. You've all overstayed your welcome. Get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> uh everyone I should say before you get to discussing where you're headed, as it seems you're getting ready to leave. Uh, please do let me know where you're off to. Uh, I may even be able to help you get there, or Nyx may be able to. Um, so, I... I must say that also with a warning, that this is not something I can constantly pop in and help you with. So choose caref carefully. Well... God, I don't even know. We've been thrown so much information. Yes, you have. Mm -hmm. Before we get into like the whole discussion, do we? I was about to, to say, let's about, jump on yeah. break. Yeah. Break time. Also, uh, it might help to have the uh, the Frosthold map up for What's us up? to look yeah. at. Sure. Oh, is it? Oh, I saw oh, the you mean, you mean on roll yeah, twenty? Yeah, gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just just to make it, it easier for us to decide where we want to go. Yeah. Okay. Yes, we will jump on break. We'll be back in 10 minutes. So, 118 Eastern Time. Sweet. And, uh, yeah, take this out. And we're back. So, did Hello, you guys buddy. know that chickens don't have nipples? No, they don't. Why would they yeah, need they them? Don't, they don't yeah, why would they have nipples? Neither do geese. Neither geese do have any birds. Geese like, have three. Like, literally, birds and lizards. They're just for decoration. Why did you birds have to save this for when we came back? See, the funny what? thing is you think I'm saving this, but I'm literally just making this shit up on the fly. I, I know you are. Actually, it's a mating ritual with the birds. They look like tassels, so they can just, like, whip them around while they're... No, they don't. Any That's a way. Lie. Any That's not... Anyway, <laughs> discuss where the fuck you're going before I shut this down. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. 
I don't even know where we're gonna go. Oh, like, welcome back, everybody. I'm sorry. Oh, hi. <laughs> I was so busy uh, hurting oh, cats. Wow. Yeah, go ahead, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. Uh, I don't even know where we're gonna go, right? Because we... Our goals right now are to get far away from Tristan, who's probably coming here. We have to go far away from here. I would like to say that we should be worrying about Walter and track down Walter and figure out what he's doing, but the closer we get to Walter, the more I feel we're getting closer to Tristan as well. Exactly. You know, we could just go to, uh, oh, where's that place called? Uh, okay, no, that's not on that page. I mean... Hang on, give me a second, I'll find it. Uh, we you, could just you know, go to Locke's Landing and get your dad. Mm-mm-mm, nope. Not doing that. Um, we could go to the Feywild. Ooh, oh, yeah, let's we just could... pop on off to the Feywild. Or, uh, live there for a long time. Or... Y'all want to go blow up a mine? Okay. Are you, no, are no, you talking like as... <laughs> I take out one of the horses and smack it on the table. <laughs> yes, yes, I do. Yeah. Right. That sounds like a great time. Does that sound like a good idea? Because that might just pollute the water more if we blow it up. But it'll stop the pollution from continuing. Yeah, that's or it might thought. accelerate Tristan's work. <laughs> oh, not Tristan. Well, the, Walter, the pollution whatever. is caused from the the purification of the residuum. So if we can stop them from purifying the residuum, then you know, a little TNT in the in the water is going to be a lot less harmful than the residuum runoff. I get that, yeah. but also that's going to really tip Walter off. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and, uh, I, I mean, dad, I kind of already think he is tipped off. Yeah, but my yeah. dad is still on that boat, so oh, he won't be for long. I think. Yeah, I get that, but if we go over there and do it, and then my dad is still within his grasp, like that is going to be no. He can wait is... until he's cleared. He, yeah. So here's here's what I'm thinking <laughs> would be a good idea for us. What we should do is we should find a place to lie low until we know that Magda's dad is safe. Once we know that Magda's dad is safe, as much as I want to avoid Tristan, I would like to cut him a little bit. Because if he's got his attention focused on me, then I know that Sala's okay. I don't want to face him down directly, but I would like to keep him distracted. So, I think the mine is a very good idea, but before we do that, we do need to make sure that... What's your dad's name, Hector? Hector. Hector. We need to make sure that Hector's safe. My parents are going to go pick him up here soon. Yeah, I get that, but we still have, like, two weeks before that happens. That's true. Uh, Do you guys want to just, like, go, uh, you know into the wilderness and look for things to do? Into the woods! Into the woods! What midnight gone? We could also go back to tourist size and just hang out for a little bit. I think in order to avoid Tristan, we probably have to stay on the move. Yeah, we do need to stay on the move, and I don't want to go back to tourist size because we're going to have to go through AWAS to get there, and that's probably... If I'm Tristan, I'm going to follow my trail, and that's basically the direction I went. We can. Well, the opposite direction that we need to go. 
here's the thing though Alistair already said that either he or Nyx can help us get where we're going but they can't help us get back Yeah. so if he's offering to just pop us over to wherever we need to go we don't have to worry about AWAS we just pop up and tour ourselves yeah but we would then need to go back the opposite direction because the mine is on the, in the opposite yeah, it's direction no, yeah yeah it's it's south of Yera. uh-huh so we actually mine would be getting close to <clears throat> yeah so it yeah. it's not really the opposite direction it's just we'd be going we wouldn't be getting any closer to it yeah but essentially us. we're doubling back to a spot that Tristan's already gone when he thinks that we're here. I haven't been to Tuirasaz. Hmm. Well, Gwyn, if you hmm. were ever found out, what was your plan? If I was ever found out? Yeah. Tristan found you here in... Well, I mean, he probably your... has. Right. Um, my... My plan was always to not go home, but near home, so that I could be near people that I know I could count on to fight with me, to draw attention away from the others, like you're sort of doing. My, um, my, uh, well, they're not, they're not my parents, but my mother's partners. Uh, Koji and Suna, they would be able to help if it got down to a fight. But um, do we want to involve them in this? I, if I was going to involve anyone I know, it would be Koji and Suna. There, uh, and oh, she sort uh, of she taps the hilt of the sword across her back. This big, long, uh, slightly curved sword. She says, "They taught me to use these. They're also Adlaran mercenaries." But I, well, speaking of that, Tristan, he has a bounty on him. We can go to the guild for help. We can. Who here, though, is... Who here can draw? That's my question. Not you, Gwyn. Jasper raises his hand. First Rock raises his hand, but he's not as good as Jasper. <clears throat> I have a portrait of Tristan that we can give to the AMC. However, I don't want... I don't want them to know... Well, let me say this. If Tristan has people in the AMC, I don't want him to know that Salo is the one that did the portrait. Uh, he does have people in the AMC. Because... Or... No, never mind. His people in the Guild that. of the Gates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but also, like, if he has people in the Guild of the Gate, he probably has people in the AMC. Right, so if we're going to give win. them... Uh, we could put some heat on him, though, because if they have a bounty out on him and we give a full description of, here, here's what he looks like, that does put heat on him. However, again, 
I, I don't want him to get his hands on this and know that Salah did it. I'll pull out the the drawing of that she has mm-hmm. interest in the, the portrait uh, of his, him. Well, here's the thing, though, is that if we go to the AMC and we talk to them about this, they're going to be real interested to know where we got all of this information. And that puts the heat on you and Gwyn. <laughs> and Sola. Well, and also, why that does put heat on him, how many AMC members are going to die in the process of slowing him down for us. That's true. We, uh, I think we need to take a step back and... You know, I might have an idea about that. If we want to take a step back and, you know, be lay low for a little while. Don't you dare say that we're going to Reese's Ridge. Don't even think about it. No, actually I wasn't. Believe it or not. Um, I mean, honestly, I would not be opposed. I I mean, we could go to Reese's Ridge. It's the nicest suburb you'll ever see. I'm Uh, good. But uh, (laughs) we could go and uh, hang out with the Phelan Caravan for a little while. Where are they? I'm not sure. DM, where are they? <laughs> you don't know where they are right now. Uh, you know, we can message them and figure that out, you know, but if we want Tristan off our tail, hopping a continent for a couple of weeks would probably do it. I mean... I will, I will mechanically add this to your conversation. There is the option to go somewhere and enter downtime, which will be whatever amount of time you guys want to wait for something to happen. And you can tell me what you're doing during that time. So if you want a continent hop and then wait for like Hector to get off the ship or you want to wait for a certain event to happen, you can do that. And we can just quick summarize what happens in that time. I would like to wait until I'm level 20. <laughs> you don't level during rest periods. I know. Uh, Unless they're extremely long. <laughs> um, I mean, we, we could also go to... I may be mispronouncing this. Forgive me, uh, I am not from here. But uh, we could go to Elka. Elka? Yeah. Why and basically... Well, it, it's basically ah. dead center on the continent. Gotcha. Well, On the peninsula. I see it, yeah. One, it gets us right out of Tristan's, like, target. Gets us far away from Awas and Manas. And then we basically just spend two weeks trekking over to the mine. You know, that's not a terrible idea, and it's not any place we've been yet. And we're able to easily lay low, because we just get there, we get some shit, and we leave. If we also wanted to continent hop, like some people were suggesting, uh, <laughs> I I take out a letter that I have, and I'll just say I I have some leads in Caladros that I might want to <laughs> shut up, Taylor. Don't don't smile. No, uh, I'm just I'm just. <laughs> The panic, it's a, it's a panic smile. Oh no. Because <laughs> I'm like, okay. I don't have a map of Caltrus. <laughs> <laughs> if we wanted to, there's work there. It gets us off the continent, so as far away from Tristan as 
possible at that point. Yeah, but then we gotta come back. Yeah, we do, but we have time to do that. It's not like the Awas tree is going to <clears throat> die tomorrow. You know. That we know of. Well? I think we would know. If the Obsidian Collective isn't immediately worried about it, I'm not immediately worried about it. I mean, we did just have uh, one of the members, three members of the Collective show up this morning. Yes, but he was yep. just wondering what he... They don't think that it's on the brink of death. Uh, but I would, I guess I would argue that them showing up and being concerned about the questions we're asking would make them feel like it's very possible. Yes, because you yeah. brought up like a very bad possibility, not because they're like, well, this is going to be a problem right now. Because otherwise Kit wouldn't leave. Kit would make us go with him to help solve this. Are you, have Woody you met though? Kit before? I, I, yeah, I've met him. We've all met him. <laughs> Magda, what kind of Choo-choo. leads do you have in Caladras? Are they, are they personal or are they business? It's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. Um, if you want to go there, I'll, sure. I don't need to know what it is. I just know that... Dude, that would keep my wife away from me. (laughs) Oh yeah, you know, I forgot about her. Uh, There's an angry cow on the prowl. Honestly, the Caladross stuff probably isn't as pertinent as some of the stuff that we've been dealing with. But... It, I don't know. It could have something to do with it. With all the Feywild connections and everything like that, everything at this point is connected. I mean... Fuck it. Let's do it. Like, we go to the what? Feywild, we, we can help cut off a lot of a lot of uh, Walter's supply. We're not going to the Feywild yet. I think that's about it. I like it how you say yet. <laughs> Well, for one thing, Lorcan's not welcome back there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, for another thing, we're going to have to be doing a lot of coaxing of the Gilded Gate to get in. Because they don't just let anyone in. Contrary to what Walter might make it seem like, you do need to have some connection. And I do have connection, but not that good of connections. You know, there are some rumors that if you wander around... uh the woods for long enough, you'll accidentally end up there. We do have two weeks to burn. So we just wander around aimlessly in the woods? Yep. You know, by the time you're lost, that's when you accidentally become found. I feel like there's a song about that. (laughs) There is. I pull out my dulcimer. Hang on, let me look at my rumors. What other rumors do I got? That was a whole string of yes and that I very much enjoyed. <laughs> uh, and then I shut it down. No, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you just uh, wander around Garrett Eldathas in the woods, you can sometimes just accidentally slip into the Feywild. I don't think that we can trust the guild at the gate to get us in. That's, I don't think they're going to even talk to us. 
No. Well, probably I mean, they Magda. they could talk. Yeah, I could get someone to talk to me, but we would have to give a lot of fucking information. And in order to do that, we'd probably have to out the person that was helping Walter get into the Feywild in the first place, and that would set up a chain reaction that I'm not willing to. Uh, is Alistair here? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, he's not like listening in, but he's there. Oh. I'm gonna turn to him and be like, have you, uh, do you have any magic beans by chance? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> magic beans. What kind? The kind that are magical. What would you expect them to do? Get really big. <laughs> no. Go oh, grow want... into a huge beanstalk. Oh, I want to make so many <laughs> fart jokes. No, I'm... <laughs> Noah, I just really had a, a thought. I just had a person. thought. I need you to check something okay. for me real quick. I'm checking. This is very important. Um, I pull out God. the card that Walter Dine gave me for his business, and I put it on the table. Oh, shit! For the line side outfit outfitters. Is okay. this... Um, Wait, what is it? Is this magic? The card? Yeah. Uh, I will sit down and ritually cast Detect Magic. He gave uh, this to me, and the very next day I got a letter from Sala saying that Tristan knew where I was. Okay, I will. Uh, actually, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and ritually cast Identify. I'm going to skip Detect Magic. Oh, dropped all the shit. <laughs> all of it? Hold on. I've got like 700 letters, you guys. I know. I'm trying to keep mine all together, too. You guys have a lot more than I do, because I'm not doing as much shady shit as you guys. (laughs) I'm trying... (laughs) I have like four. I'm trying to figure out how... I really want to go to Caladras, but like I can't think of a good, like, pertinent reason. Yeah. I can think of a pertinent reason. His name is Tristan, and I hate him. Well, yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, This business card... This business card is a uh, is sort of a like like a like a th- nice thick card stock. Um, it has it's very simple. It's uh, sort of this pale uh, sort of cream color with uh, like not quite black, a little bit brown text uh, that says the line side outfitter. Uh, and gives an address in the city of Issa. Uh, and of course it says Walter Dine. Um, the card, once you identify it, mm. yay. Uh, I was wondering if anybody would think this was suspicious. <laughs> um, Don't be suspicious. It <laughs> have to spell magic ready to go. <laughs> I'm glad you do, because I don't have that yeah. spell. We could most just of, most of my spells have basically breath. become Or we could just leave it me. here. <laughs> yeah. Could you uh, imagine has... if we just summoned Walter and beat him to death right in the middle of this tower? Uh, no, because we're not doing that. <laughs> Alistair does know Disintegrate. He has used it many times. Yeah, <laughs> that's how I died once. Multiple um, <laughs> times. Yeah. Almost twice. This business card contains an evocation spell. Okay. Uh, you would recognize it as a kind of a strange version of sending. Uh, but you realize that if you were to speak the business's name, 
on the card, you could send a message directly to Walter. It is a one-time thing only. It's only that. It's just that one thing. There's nothing else. (laughs) As far as you know. Well, that's what identifies for. I would pick it up. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Um, that's what you get from identify. I hand it back to uh, Christmas, and I'm like, okay, so it looks like if you say the business name, uh, you can actually send a short message to Walter directly, but I don't see anything else going on. Dispel magic. I'll be like, we're coming for you. Hold on, I'm just, I'm just checking the specifics. <laughs> Do you have any magic beans? I mean, wouldn't that that could come in handy? Okay, um, it dispel, sure won't after it's dispelled. Dispel magic will destroy <clears throat> the spell, and the card is left dull and magicless. Perfect. I don't even wait for Noah to finish talking. Just as soon as he's like, yeah, it's magic. And if you say the business... Done. Dispelled. (laughs) Not fucking with it. Just... Okay. Uh, I mean, that that probably could have been a little useful, but... I don't think that any connection to Walter right now is going to be useful. Nope. I mean, if you tie it onto a donkey and keep it around here, and they they are tracking him by it, they track the donkey and not us. It tracks him to Alistair. I'm not putting him in danger. I'm pretty sure they already know. Alistair also is a fucking lich. So he will live. I am also a rather public figure. Anyone can find me. Yeah, there you go. I'm just not taking any chances. I I understand that. Alright, well... yeah, you know, I kind of like the Elka idea. If we're, uh, if, you know, Alistair doesn't have any magic beans and we don't want to go to Reese's Ridge. So, so just so I understand, you guys are going, where would you go after Elka? Are you planning to go to the mines? I think they're talking about going to yeah. the mines. Yeah, I think basically, okay. we, um, basically we yeah, we would, we would just cut straight through the woods. I will and... tell you that Elka... The closer place would be Augur Post, mm-hmm. um, because the, the mine is right here. Elka is about six weeks away from the mines, which okay. is uh, which is thirty days here. Yeah. Um, whereas Augur Post is about four weeks away. Just just so mm-hmm. that's clear. I. I personally like Caladros. I can't think of a good reason that anybody would want to go there. It's it would be nice to get some more information from the place I I'm thinking of or the people that I'm thinking of. But also there's money to be made there. I know that the Empire has some dealings in the Underdark. We could go down there, kill some monsters, make some money, then come back, deal with the mine, be a little bit more prepared. Caldras makes the least amount of sense for us to go there, so it to does. me, it makes the most sense for us to go there. It, uh, yeah, it does. Oh, you know, I didn't think about it that way. 
that's the most unexpected thing we probably do. And if we can find a way to make a scene there, we can get Tristan out of Frosthold. That's true. It's too bad we can't do a little bit of both. Well, when we're done there, we can come back here and deal with the man. No, I, I mean at almost the same time. What do you mean? I mean, if we created a big scene up in up in Caladros and then managed to make it back to Augur Post in, you know, a couple of days, it would help, but draw them off while we swing back around. Well... That's that ain't gonna thing. happen, though. If we, yeah, if we go to Caladros, then to get back, most likely, we're gonna have to take a boat back, and that's gonna take a bit. I don't like boats. How the fuck How did, did you, you get, get here? Frosthold, then? Yeah. <laughs> I, I did take a boat, but I did not enjoy it much. <laughs> God. Well, I got hooves, man. They ain't really made for boats that good. These hooves well, were made for a walking. You better back exactly. up then, because <laughs> unless we can find another all-powerful mage up there, which, I mean, there probably are. The Hesperian Empire is home to some of the most powerful battle mages in the world. Yeah, but we would need to make friends up there. That's the hard I mean, part, because they're all assholes. Yeah. Given our track record. Because <laughs> also, there's some like political shit going on in Caladros right now. The... Aren't they making friends with the Arbiters and... Ah, oh shit. I don't remember. What I'm hearing Are you is trying to recall Caladras is a clusterfuck and I'm we shouldn't go recall. there, which is telling me, again, we should probably go there. Yeah, just take a hard left turn. Ruin everything. Wanderlust. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> As, uh, as Taylor frantically Calibre. makes a map for Caladros. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, I can't do that while we're playing. It takes way too much brain power. Yeah. Um, so Magda knows about Excavation E21 uh, and Van and Weir. Uh, she knows about the work that Andalier Queens and Sirlassian Kings is doing. Uh -huh. She knows about the War Mages Guild. Um... <laughs> Caladros is like either they usurped somebody that was from the the newsletter. Oh yeah. Uh the Hold on. There's so much information I'm trying to recall. <laughs> there is. Um where the fuck is that newsletter? It's in one of your letters. Uh Where's Tom's letter? There it is. Okay. Uh, Meryl Curry. Andalir named new capital of Hesperian Empire. Uh, basically, the emperor of the Hesperian Empire changed the capital to the capital of Othedriel, which is one of the kingdoms within the empire. Um, it was apparently a unanimous decision amongst the not only the Sorlassian royal family, but their council, uh, even though they are known very well for intercourt violence and assassinations. Sorlassians are also the longest line of kings, uh, sorry, uh, emperors in a while with five in a row. Uh, 
Let's see, they have conquered their neighbors, the Moon Elves. Uh, that happened a long, long time ago. Okay. Um, they have been at war with Harris off and on for about a thousand years That's now. That's what I remembered. Um, um, the article was also talking about how Andalir Queens and Sorlassian King's Academies were rising even more in prestige and popularity. Uh, and also mentioned the excavations of ancient imperial cities and all this other shit. So basically, what you can gather from that is that the Hesperian Empire is constantly at war with oppressed people and all they care about is spending money on digging. Yeah. Mm. And America. killing people. Mm -hmm. America. America. Um... So... so I do have one other point to make. We need we also need to do what's gonna seem the least suspicious. Yeah. Walter isn't exactly a stupid man. And we of course want to protect Hector. So if well, we take this this hard left turn, and Walter suspects that we're just kind of fucking around, what stops him from just, you know, grabbing, grabbing Hector? Well, here's the thing, though, is if we... All he knows about us right now is that we're nuisances who are suspicious of him but don't have any real dirt on him it, yes he knows who I am you okay so I do want to revisit something so when you guys spoke to Walter you insight checked him on whether or not he was the person aboard the ship yeah and we weren't able to 100% confirm you weren't able to 100% confirm it, but with, I believe it was a 17, I have it in the notes somewhere, you guys believe he's telling the truth, just not the whole truth. Mm -hmm. We all remember that, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. I remember yeah. you saying that. <laughs> but I don't know what I also means. remember after that that we sent a message to the captain, and they yeah. went inside his quarters, and, and nobody he was... is there. Yeah. Walter has told you he doesn't know who that person is and he is concerned. Um, so, I mean, it might not even actually be him. I mean, yeah, the odds of there only being one Walter dying on the entire plane is not exactly great. But... I... <clears throat> I think it's too coincidental. I think... I mean, Fuck. I don't disagree, but... Oh, no. Nope, I just had a bad thought. I just had a bad thought. But no, that wouldn't make any sense. What? Because... <laughs> no, that wouldn't make any sense, right? Because... What? So, Walter tell us what is the thought is. Sad. <laughs> so, the demon-y thing that gave me the curse possessed Lorcan, right? Mm -hmm. It didn't make himself look like Lorcan. He actually possessed Lorcan's body. I didn't identify on Lorcan. Lorcan has traces of being possessed. Yes. 
so by that a demonic would mean entity. That thing would probably have to be possessed. Because that was my first thought was like, what if that thing, what if it's, what if it's, what if it's looking what if like it Walter? Is Walter? Yeah. yeah, or what if it looks like Walter and it's just using Walter or like his visage or whatever? What yeah. an interesting idea. Oh, and God! <laughs> <laughs> no! Those are thoughts you keep to yourself. You don't say them out loud in front of the DM. Oh, the sure DM already knows don't. what's yeah, actually happening. Yeah, the DM happening. knows. I think, okay, would Magda put that together? Would Magda put that together? Maybe, yeah, probably. Because that's what I'm thinking, right? Um... She yeah, Magda's eyes just kind of go wide for a second, and she just looks at Lorkin of like, did you have like any memory at all of after you were p potentially possessed by that demon creature at all? Like any flashes, anything where you were in control? I mean, nothing that really made any sense. What do you mean? Like what? Well, like, I'd see a flash of, like, a place I was in, and I didn't know where I was. I don't remember people or faces, but... Uh, I turn and look over at Alistair, like, oh, is there a... Is there a way to test for demonic possession on somebody? What, uh, sort, sort of. Is that like a holy water situation, or like... Well, there are... Identify is usually quite a, a good bet for that, but there is also, of course, detecting magic. There is, uh... You can use such spells as restorations to just clear all effects on a person and usually you will see if something was affecting them at all I have detect magic Walter yeah you yeah. saw a load of enchanted items on him but I didn't get like a demony not from thing. Walter himself no Okay. you did um, notice one of his guns was extra special though yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. Yeah. I made a big deal of it at the time that there was yeah. one gun that was extra enchanted. Hmm. I believe it was necrotic and something else. So when uh. we, yeah, when we saw uh, Walter, I didn't really get like a vibe from him that he might be possessed. Uh, well, he had a gun with him that was kind of did like some extra fancy necrotic something or another, but you know. Uh, all right. Uh, the person I'm more concerned about is this demon has had uh, contact with you personally, mm -hmm. and now there's some mysterious person on that mm -hmm. boat. Mm -hmm. uh, so, mm -hmm. who are my parents going to pick up? Is it going to be your dad or is it going to be a demon? <laughs> What a good idea! <laughs> it's finally out of control! 
Ah! Rubbing his temples. At, at this point, Magda, you feel like a hand on your knee. And you see Jasper, who's like, Magda, you okay? No, I'm not okay. I'm okay, not. Well, just don't forget to breathe. Uh, my, the least of my concerns. Alistair, can you send a message real quick, please? I can, yes. Okay. Um, I believe I've heard you send a message to Jonah Roscoe before. Several times, yes. Yes. Uh, could you please send another So much fucking her? shade. No, it's not shade. It's just him several telling her times, facts. Yes. So, <laughs> it's just a. F- it wasn't several times. Yes, it was several <laughs> times. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so sarcasm. Fuck you. Don't put shade into my nice boy. This shit is gonna He's turn not. into all the fucking Mephisto memes from Marvel, where yeah. it's like this person is Mephisto. No, wait, this yeah, person is Mephisto. Yeah. I have yep. no idea what that even means. Sala anyway. is Mephisto. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was Foostruck the whole time. Could you, <laughs> yeah. Foostruck it was Foostruck all, all along. along. <laughs> oh my god, you guys. Uh, Alright, could you send a message to her and ask, can you locate Walter right now? And can you... Uh, uh, follow-up question, real quick, before you send that. Didn't she say your dad was starting to look kind of sickly? Yes, but that's not because of that uh i know why that is it's oh he's not it it's fine uh you should probably be safe rather than sorry though so so joan went to school with cal right uh i don't remember if it was joan or jared but the four of you were friends okay can um, she I'm... get either herself or Jared? Jared, she'd know who Jared is. Oh yeah, uh, of course. She and Jared are like a thing. Yes. Oh, like a thing, a thing. A thing. Okay. Uh, get either herself or Jared to run some kind of identify spell on Hector or Walter if he's there. Or both. Or both. That'd be great. If you condense that down into 25 words, I'd really appreciate it, pal. <laughs> I'm, uh, I, I hate to say it, but with, uh, with those new understandings, I don't entirely, like, depending on how this turns out, I don't really feel rats sending Chris and Chips. Yeah. Uh, well, up there, just the two of them. Let's, yeah, let's we see have what to... happens, and then we'll yeah, we'll do what we got. Okay, so Jared is a Cooper, so he he works with like he's also Chicken. a carpenter. Um, what? Chicken? <laughs> no, that's what I thought was Jared. No, <laughs> Coopers. Coopers make barrels. They're a cross between a carpenter and a Oh my bike. god, that is such a stupid connection. I love it so much. <laughs> they're, Cooper. they're carpenters that can also work with a bit of metal. Um, oh to make god. chicken coops. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And, uh, Ash from the Joan... Campaign. Is that something we're allowed to do? Joan is the Gunner Master Apprentice because her mother Maria is the Gunner Master and her dad Ferdinand is the captain. 
So Joan is probably the one who went to Annika Academy. Okay, so ask or, her. as I have renamed it, Amira Academy. Um, so ask her if yeah. she can run identify on one or yes. both of them. Okay. Um, Thank you, Alistair Altera. Cool. Um, and he begins drawing uh, the runes into the air, and he sends this message for you. And after a moment, he nods, says, uh, she said to check back with her in a few minutes after she has a chance to visit them both. Yep, yep, yep. Do you want to skip the few minutes? Yes! <laughs> or do you guys want to talk? Okay. You know, uh, so, I, you know I had some, I had a story about Reese's A few minutes later. I'm going to go actually just grab a drink from the liquor cabinet that I'm assuming yeah. is down here while this takes yeah. place. Oh my god. Uh, uh, Magda, like, swipes it from <laughs> your hand and she just takes, like, a huge... I'm literally pouring out cocktails, but okay. A this few minutes mine. later, uh, <laughs> Alistair, Alistair sends a new message... And uh, when it comes back, you see his brows no kind of furrow. Everybody's dead. Um, he says, she didn't get anything from Hector. Uh, nothing seems to be affecting him. She was able to find Walter, but he countered her spell. That's a level five spell, y'all! I mean, Counterspell? No, it's third level. Oh, it's level three. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was five. Yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> Still strong. Yep. It's up there. Oh, boy. Um. And Alistair sends another message back, and you hear him say, Are you, are you safe? Is he, are you in danger? Is there something happening? And uh, Joan answers him back, and he basically says verbatim, Walter seems suspicious, but Joan was able to pass it off as there potentially being a stowaway in the crew who might be a problem, and she's checking around. Mm. And she thinks he bought it. I don't buy him buying it. Yeah. We're also I not don't either. We're not doing that shit again. That's a bad um, idea. You know, yeah, Magda, that, as, as, that much was as, you don't, as much as you don't want to, maybe we should be at Locks Landing. I, I am inclined to agree. It, it kind of settles both issues at once. Yeah, what? because I don't feel, uh, you know, I don't feel very comfortable sending my extremely happy parents uh, to their deaths. So I would like to uh, make sure that they're okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, Where is Locks Landing it's again? It's in Amnoblin. I'll show you. Okay. It's the, okay. it's on the oh other side God. of the world. Talk about fucking continent hopping. Yeah, Jesus. we'll it's really throw the other side of the world. <laughs> okay. So He's if you have will no fucking clue look at the world map here, you guys are currently down here where this uh, where this orange bit is. It's the Wanderlust mm -hmm. campaign. Locks Landing uh, is about oh here. 
Oh Jesus yeah. fucking oh, Christ. Oh my god. Yeah. Hold on, I let me see if I can get an Let me get an It might be a little closer. It's hard with the flat map. Hold on, yeah. let me get the round map. We're gonna be near Taldanas. How fucking yes. long oh, away was he from go to getting to We finally Frostburg. go to Baphomel Temple. <laughs> About 10 months. Jesus. <laughs> Vague <laughs> is north of Seager Rayfear, which is at the southernmost point of Frosthold. Or yeah. uh, sorry, the Amnoblin. Yeah. So like they were literally going the wrong way to come to Frosthold? No, um they were on route, the other so side yeah. of the continent. He went Rhyme is on the Rhyme. opposite side. Yeah, no, he went to Rhyme to yeah. find me, but I wasn't there, so he was like, okay, well, I heard she's in Frosthold, so I'm gonna hop on a ship, and yeah. Yeah, they okay. they came around, okay. they're coming around Amnoblin yeah. and down past Garrelshell, because it's the safest route, and not necessarily the quickest, quickest, but it's it's safety over speed. Uh, let's see, maps. Maps. Homebrew, Amnoblin. I, I unloaded the Amnoblin map from Roll20 because it's like, we're not going to use this anytime soon. Mm. You should mm. really stop doing stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> occasionally I have to like clear things out because there's limited space unless you buy oh, gotcha. shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I've done that. Hold on. I, I got it. Yeah, we're going back to the place we know. Yeah, where everybody knows their name. So, mm-hmm. Locks Landing is here. Right next to Taltanas. Yep. yep, it is the closest port. It's called Locks Landing because it's the closest port to Lachmanos. Uh Vague is down here in the Bjorning Woods. Mm-hmm. Um, Taltanas, Haven, fucking Hjolmanir. I was so confused for a second, and now I understand that we're looking at the North Pole. Yes. Okay, cool. The dead center is the like, North Pole. Yeah. I, uh, I was like, this is not what that is other map looks like. Literally <laughs> everything is south. I was yeah. literally about to say, everything uh-huh. here is south of Haven. Yeah. yeah so when we're, when we're looking <laughs> at one of these round maps, and I do have a round map of Frosthold, but there's nothing to fill in, just the Linvale Peninsula. Uh, when we're looking at these round maps, I don't use cardinal directions. I have to use left and right and all this other shit. Yeah. Because so, due east is a ring. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You know, it's not that far to go. <laughs> Hold on, let me put the, the fifth horseman on the map for you. God. Continue discussing. Magda, I... keep in mind, you've got two smugglers here, as well as, you know, if you don't want to be seen, you don't have to be seen. And uh, as much as I something... don't fancy a trip to Amnoblin, um... If we That's go, we I'm. For you. If we go, I'm not going to. I'm not going to talk to him. That's fine. I agree with you, Noah. I don't want to put your parents in danger. I guess we. I guess we can go. 
So we're going to Locks Landing in Amnoblin. If that's what everyone wants to do. It's, uh, you know, it's on the north side of the planet, so it's probably going to be the dead of winter there. No, no, it is getting into fall here. So, oh, with so the it's going to be spring there. With the new year about to start, it's about to be spring. Okay, I thought we were in summer right now for some reason. You're at the end of summer. Gotcha. Okay. The the new year in the southern hemisphere is the fall equinox. Yeah. In the northern sense. hemisphere, it's the spring equinox. So you guys are going from summer into spring. That's perfect. I know, right? I want to do that. I kind of, <laughs> there's a little tiny part of me that was like, I hope they go to Amnoblin. I hope they go. I hope they go. I hope they go. <laughs> I want to go back. Uh, I love Amnoblin. It's wonderful. And you'll get uh, to go to a place you've never been because you guys never ended yeah. up going to Taldonos. Yeah, we got to stop in. at Baphomel Temple. Yeah, Welcome we, back to we the gotta drop that world. pocket watch back up. Yeah, we gotta give that pocket watch. <laughs> <laughs> Although, oh no, Merritt and Silas eventually did give him the yes. pocket watch back. Yeah. So that was one of our one shot ideas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just okay, gather well, up the old uh, crew and they're like, let's go do that thing we promised we'd do years ago. You know, if what I remember about Nyx <clears throat> is. Uh, Correct. He'll uh, he'll be happy to be near Taldanost as well. Um, hold on. Let me check this thing. Um, continue. Oh, okay. Uh, uh yeah. So don't actually can, uh, hold on. Just you know. Oh. We can go and do some things. Maybe we can find some cool stuff. I should. Uh... Probably reach out to Razvin if he's still in the area. <laughs> I. Yeah. I guess. I guess we do. Just... Cool. Wonderful. You know, I literally can turn you invisible, right? So, like, really, truly, he does not have to see you. Well, if we do that, then we need to get him back home. So are you going to keep me invisible for weeks as we travel back to Vague? Do you want that? Are you going to be able to be so close to your dad and just never talk to him despite how much he tries to talk to you? Absolutely not. We can also send him to Reese's Ridge. We could send him to Reese's Ridge. Fun fact. Nix Seffenhide was born right here. Mm. Yeah. Just, In the, yeah. Uh, he's the reason that this little section of land is separate from the rest of the continent. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Olgar Heidelin is the reason. Yeah. But... It was it was his first battle with Tall Dunost. Alright. Well How about we do that then? How about we We'll go up, we'll make sure that we have a show of like a, a wall of protection around him when we get him in Lock's Landing. We make sure Walter or whatever is off the trail and 
Then we send him and your parents to Reese's Ridge. And from there, we... I don't know. Ridge is hanging out for a little bit. Let's, we could hang out for a little bit. Also, let's look at it this way. We've been trying to figure out what to do, and this works out very well. We get off of Frosthold and away from Tristan, since he's coming here. We find out more about what's going on with Walter Don that potentially even Walter doesn't know what's going on. We get your dad free. I mean, it's we are hitting several birds with stones, as they say. I'm sure yeah, they have something in recent for that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know they do have a saying in Reese's Rich for that, and it's uh, you know, you catch more you catch more bees with marshmallows than you do, you know, flowers. <laughs> I don't think that's you true know, though. Uh, <laughs> a, a stone in the hand is worth a pheasant in the pot. I don't think yep. a bee yeah. would look at a marshmallow and be like, hmm, that looks a lot better than this flower that I and yeah, but like evolutionarily, I thought he was. I thought he was going to say something like, "You catch more bees with marshmallows than tomato soup, or something like that." You catch That's more bees with the, marshmallows than you the, do rocks. The acid is <laughs> bad true. for your wings. Um, that, that'd probably be true. Yeah. I regret so, saying anything at all. So, y'all are going to Lock's Landing. All right. Sure, well, that bush is worth two in the hand. We'll go to Lock's Landing. You know what I just realized? What? what? I'll say this to the group. Gwen, aren't you from around there? I I was born in Yaller Race, but I grew up in Hilmanir. Oh, okay. So we have backup too, in case, because I don't I don't want to involve. Yo, folks, if... I think that's the last stand sort of situation. Where well, we have to fight, we get in touch with them. But I, you I don't also, want to involve your family if we don't need to. You also have to remember that Amnoblin is a much friendlier place than most of Frosthold. People will help people in need, if need be. Okay, well... What if they really don't want help? And I look over at Magda. <laughs> well, if I am anything to go by, they're going to suck it up. Good. All right, so we're going <laughs> to the um, Alistair sort of leans on the table and says, do you want to go now? We might as well. I don't know what else we're going to be doing. I well, would, uh, I would appreciate the opportunity to try and uh, connect with uh, a couple of my people, just to um, warn them. Uh, there aren't exactly a lot of my folk around here, and I don't want any of them to get confused uh, for me uh, by Tristan. Of course, whatever. If if you would like, you can write anything you need to, and I can hand it off wherever it needs to go um or you can take some time to find people if you insist on searching for them uh i won't be able to get you to lock's landing but i believe nyx will if 
Foostrock writes down a couple of notes really quick and passes them over to uh, to Alistair. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them uh, is to Razvin. Uh, let's him just saying, hey, we're leaving uh, Frosthold. There's a guy that may come looking for a Minotaur. Um, and he may think you're me. Just keep an eye out. Then he'll send one to Rayoru uh, saying, hey, we're uh, heading to uh, Amnoblem um, out of Frosthold. You know, watch your back, you know, as per usual. Mm-hmm. And then he's actually going to ask uh, Alistair to send one to Wayafim. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, and he's going to say, hey, you were right. I'm going bitch. home. <laughs> hey, Wait, you were what? right. I'm going home. All right. All right. Yeah, all right. Says, hey, you, hey uh, you were right. I'm heading home. Oh all right. God. All right. <laughs> oh, shit. You... Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. You're going to have to well, change so, your alignment after yeah, that. Yeah, you're... If she finds you, <laughs> he, you're... He's chaotic good. Oh, okay. Yeah. He yeah. is not. There's no he fucking is. way. But, here's the thing. What's well, the neutral good character I've ever come across? I'm chaotic <laughs> good. You are not chaotic <laughs> good. <laughs> His plan is that it keeps her out of the danger of of anything that might happen in Frosthold when it comes to Walter and Tristan. Just, so, for, just for funsies, roll me a deception mm-hmm. check. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm not good at those. Oh, but wait. Guidance. Oh, I have advantage on deception <laughs> check. Yeah, guidance, it's really not a... Oh, you're right. Yeah, okay. It's Actually, a letter. I, I have advantage on deception checks now because of, uh, because of my cloud rune. So, oh, God. Ooh, really glad for that, because that was a three. Wait until after and that you is roll an, the second dice. That is an 18 now. Okay. Does it get anything else added to it? No. Uh, that, that's with the plus one. Okay. I'm going to lean over Fustrock's shoulder. I'm going to be like, you know, maybe if you just rearrange these words a little bit, and I'm going to use my Flash of Genius feat, and you can add four to that. <laughs> Okay, that makes it 22. All right. right. Okay. Um, I need to chat with Gwen. Okay. And Magda. She kneels down. And Magda? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Shit, okay. Yeah, yeah. Gwen, once you get her attention, she kneels down. Before that, I'm also going to jot down a note. Uh Uh-huh. To Hector... I'm going to write down... I'm going to burn all of Alistair's spell slots today. It doesn't have to all be today. Um, but I'm just going to write down, like, in Locke's Landing, I'm going to have some people meet you there. You might be in danger. Don't fight this. You're going back home. Or you're going... Ah, do I tell you're him going. Anything? You're going to a hall. Are you, I, I wait, hold on. Are you are you telling they're going him to make sure they're gonna take you somewhere safe? Are you being secretive with this letter? Yes. God damn it. Okay. I do you want me to make a stealth check? Yeah. yeah, I mean pigeon flying by over your ear is like, coo, coo, this is a bad oh, idea. Is it coo, stealth or is it sleight of hand? Well, sleight of hand, since you're around people. I mean it's the same thing, but Ooh, that was really good. That was a 23. 
perception checks from anybody who would like. I'm helping Foostrack. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I will basically just say, like, you're getting off at Locks Landing. I've made sure of it. There's going to be a group of people who are going to meet you, and they're going to take you somewhere safe. You might be in danger. They'll be wearing white coats. <laughs> Don't fight them. Okay. Uh, I will say with your passive, Magda, because mm -hmm. he's not exactly secretive about it, you notice Jasper notices the letter. I don't care. Because he's a perceptive little fuck. Yeah, whatever. Hey. He doesn't say his passive perception like 20. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah. But yeah, uh, Alistair gathers up all you guys' letters, says, all right, I will... Send these probably tomorrow for you. Okay. Uh, Christmas. What did you want to say? Yeah, Gwen. What? What are Mikhail and Beckett doing? Uh, as I understand it, uh, Beckett is being relocated somewhere by the Guild of the Gate for his work. He'll be off Frosthold. Uh, as for Mikhail. He won't leave. I'm just having a silent conversation with Gwen right now. With, with, yeah, just learning a lot about Mikhail in this moment. What? That he's dedicated to his wife and his job? Yeah. And that he's a stubborn old asshole. Yeah. And that he is apparently suicidal, but alright. <laughs> well, you get to be you get to be in a certain state of mind as an older dragonborn where you're just like bring it the fuck on. Yeah. Uh what do what do I need to be here <clears throat> for? I just don't because you two are like a thing now, I just don't want to keep no. secrets from the two of you. Oh my god. Listen, alright. I want it's you to be involved. That's what thing. I'm saying. I want you to be involved in this. I just great, but like we're we're friends, she and I. All right. I know. So we're yeah. friends too. Ooh, that's got a weird connotation. Yeah, I don't like that. That uh, was between me and you. That wasn't between me and Gwen. That was between me and oh. you. Still don't like that. I like that even less, actually. Because it's a wiener. Ew. We're just friends. <laughs> Men and women can't be friends. Exactly. <laughs> you know? Look, Gwen and I go back further than I even know. We're close to this whole situation <clears throat> in very different ways. I just... You are an fuck, insightful fuck person. <laughs> you're abrasive and brash as fuck, but you're insightful. And I just... I don't want to have Gwen and I make any decisions about anything without someone else that we trust. So what decision are you making? Do we want to say something to Mikhail? I sent him... Uh, I sent a note along to him this morning. Basically telling him what uh, the plan was, was to leave. And I didn't give him specifics because... Well, there's always the chance someone else could 
intercepted. But ever since Jade Street fell apart, we all do things on our own. We just keep each other informed so we don't end up stepping on each other's toes. Mikhail will do what Mikhail will do. But if I know him at all, he's... Unless another Roanin offers them a spot on another continent, he will not leave that shop and he will not leave Meshek. He... He's married as much to her as he is his work, and he's very protective of it. And, um... You don't... You don't spend years as the treasurer for a gang of smugglers without turning into a hard ass, basically. He won't move. And, and I'm not going to try to get him to move. Neither will I. It's up to him. Stop eating cobwebs. I look over at Magda. Does that sound good to you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Just yell the fucking... Stop eating cobwebs. <laughs> <laughs> Just Jasper in the corner going, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but they're spiders. They're full of protein. Uh, yeah, I'm sounds... Flossing. Sounds good to me. Good. And okay. Gwen leans over. He's like, he's trying to be nice, Magda. <laughs> Thanks for involving me. Right, I mean, we wouldn't want to, like, I'll... secretly send letters to Mikhail saying what it is we were going to do or anything like that for someone to intercept. That would just be silly. What are you trying to imply? Nothing. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> uh... So, yeah, Alistair gathers up all your letters and everything. Uh, you guys gather up your stuff. And uh, Nyx is waiting outside for you, as far as you know. Uh, I am going to let my parents know what we're doing. Okay, and that okay. we'll meet them there. Oh, um, you're still going to have them go to Lock's Landing? Well, yeah, because I need them to take to Hector and take Hector to Reese's Ridge. Okay. Um, Where is Reese's Ridge, by the way? Reese's Ridge. It's in Port Midcord. Hold it's on. Off, it's off the belt line. They put it right yeah. next to the hospital because it's, you know, basically a mental mental institution for mental. old people. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I will I will pull up the map of Harris for you. Oh, I thought it was in Amnoblin. No. no. So many maps. It's the neighbor of Amnoblin, but no. Um, it's in so every time I hear uh Harris, I'm like, what? <laughs> so so if you look at the Amnoblin map, uh Harris is right here. Yep. To the southeast. Um, or, well, to the bottom right, because everything is southeast and a round map. Um, nope, not the pre calamity map, the post calamity map. God damn it. <laughs> Harris shattered during the calamity, so there's two maps. It did. There's also a big sea serpent in the middle of it. Yeah, Zerode. We talked to her. Them. Him. Him. All of them. Let's go fight it. 
Uh, not a good idea. At really any level? Now that's chaotic energy. That's chaotic energy right there. That's what I need for yeah. Foostrock. So the thing that really stops Foostrock from being chaotic is Zack. Um, because <laughs> like there is definitely a moment I almost sent Hector a message just to be like, hey, you're um, like, Magda's fine. She's just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and that is how Fusrock woke up uh, with a horse Super head in his dead. head from Magda. Wait, yeah. it's a mid I'm sorry, I missed it. What did you say? Oh, I almost, I almost messaged Hector at one point. Yeah, I do remember you saying that. Yeah. I Arden is still there. I what? mean, it didn't like not everyone died. No, I know. But <laughs> you should be glad the Ardenmere Isles are still there I after that there. fucking hurricane, which, by hurricane. the way, is known historically now as Hurricane Volfira. Oh. Well, <laughs> should be called Hurricane Heidelin, but you know that's fine. Should be called Hurricane Kit. Yeah. Hurricane Dog Boy. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I wonder if the tree's still there. Or- the one that you planted for selfie. It might be. In Never know unless you go there. But yeah, Midcourt is that liver shaped island up there. Yum. Okay. And Port Midcourt is one of the largest cities in Harris. Uh, and other than Port Vedric and Port Natalene, of course, um, sort of this like little ring of ports uh vedric boar landing nataline yule and midcord are the like major ports of harris but there's also old cradle port uh olzak harbor gets some stuff and now moore's rest has grown a lot to the point where they're building out into the sea wow there's a portion if you ever go there this is super fun there's a portion of moore's rest that is a floating city it's great. My water world dreams. Not the show <laughs> Water World, but the idea of a water world. Oh, okay. Say so the movie um, is terrible. I don't know shit yeah. about Water World. It's very It's 80s. a world of water. Indeed. It's very eighties. Um, it came out in like ninety-four. Yeah. 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 Uh for the sake of brevity, since you're gonna see them again pretty soon. Um Corey, God damn it. I just saw him in the ships. Uh Give y'all hugs and kisses goodbye if you let them. Um, and especially Noah, they're all over Noah. Just like, okay, make sure you, you know, you brush your teeth and you 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 shine your horns, you know, at least once a week and you know. I do show her the shield because she wanted to see it. Hell yeah. She is super excited about it. Um but she like does like a little sketch of it. It's like, oh that's that's interesting. Maybe I should try to make one of those. Um cool. but yeah. You uh, you get to send off with like a fucking box of molasses cake, yes. uh, from them, and uh, yeah. Um, the only other thing I wanted to do was ask Alistair if he can spare any like potion materials or anything, if he Such has as. any, like potion materials, like HP potions, um, or growth potions supplies. Um, 
He doesn't really have the stuff for the growth potions, but he would be able to spare... Um, he's not really as mu much of a potion maker, but he is able to spare like three basic healing potions for you. Oh, so he actually has the potions? Yeah. Oh, I kind of feel bad taking those, but I will. He's Even though he's a lich, occasionally he needs one, especially for his students. Because uh, okay. they blow themselves up. Like, you know, if you ever need any, like, let us know and we'll send you some. They're easy to make. Oh, I know. I, oh, okay. uh, I have a, a bit of a supply line to the shop down in Issa. Hmm. Anyway. What? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Alistair bids you all farewell. Fustrak gives him another hug. He gives all of them hugs, but he definitely yeah. gives Alistair a hug again. Chris and Chips are so into it, but Alistair's like, okay, and he hugs you back. Um, it's like, I am not used to this. I try to sneak into the lineup <laughs> to see if Fustrak will accidentally give me a hug without realizing it. Oh, Fustrak realizes it, but does give you a hug. Okay. Fustrak <laughs> <laughs> is like, there are moments where it's like, it's Zach, and then there's other moments when it's Magnus from the Adventure Zone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, once you once you have everything in order and Chris and Chip say, you know, goodbye for now, we'll see you in like 10 days. Um, and Alistair uh, lets you guys know that at any point, if you're back in the area, you are welcome to Turnvik Island. You head out the main tower door, and there is Nyx fucking around in the courtyard. You see that he has grabbed a large stick, and like Toothless, is just drawing on the ground. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that checks out. Yeah. And he's, like, created all these, like, swirls and stuff, and he's just, like, kind of dancing as he's drawing. <laughs> and eventually he notices you guys, and he drops the stick, and he's like, oh, hi. Oh, hey uh, Hi. So, am I taking you guys somewhere? Yes. All yeah, right. You want to take us up to Lock's Landing? Oh, shit. That's far away. Sure. <laughs> Are we going via tree or like through water? Wait, I want to be surprised. Oh, okay. Yeah. Teleport through water. There's a way to do that. <laughs> You know, oh. you know what? Follow me. And he he starts he starts walking toward the dock. Oh, I love this. I'll follow him. Um, and uh, you get up to the dock where there's a couple uh, little boats tied up, and uh, you see him just give this very graceful wave of one hand, and the water sort of rises and then pushes the boats like further apart out of the way, and then. He draws a uh, what's uh, a wunyo rune. It sort of looks like a P um, into mm. the air. It is a V or W in English, um, and uh, draws that in. And you see him like take it and turn it, and then almost pull away this like sphere, and then he chucks it off the edge of the dock you see where it hits the water, the entire surface freezes and then sinks in. So there's a hole of ice left in the water. 
And he turns around, gives you guys a little salute, and he falls backward into the hall. And you hear a... Uh, we probably only have six seconds, you guys, and I, like, okay. jump off the dock. <laughs> yeah, you you jump into, like, this this ice tunnel that goes into blackness that you cannot see through. Uh, so everybody, everybody going? Yep. Yeah. Uh, you you all see Jasper like do a cannonball into it. He's like, "Yay!" and just jumps in. Uh, Lorkin is probably the one who hesitates the most. I push Lorkin in. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, you all, as you jump in, you don't see the person ahead of you, and you don't notice a person behind you once you get down into the darkness, and. There's a point where you feel your momentum slow, and then it feels like you're drifting down through water, like you're being weighed down, but you can still breathe. And then there is this rush of, you can't see it, but it feels like a rush of bubbles around you. And suddenly you are shunted upward at a really awkward angle that would probably make most of your trip. You can make athletics checks if you wanna. Yes. Um, but uh, you want. are spat out onto a rocky beach. Yeah, I get a five. Ten. Okay. Nat 20. Woo! For a <laughs> well. 20. Okay. Um, <laughs> let, me, let me roll for the other folks. Uh, everybody except for Christmas and Gwyn go ass over tea kettle across these like smooth worn stones. Uh, Gwyn kind of has to like, she has to like do like a three point landing and then stumble so she doesn't fall. Christmas, you pop out of that and you land in like a hero pose. <laughs> Didn't even uh, spill your whiskey. Noah is just laying on the ground laughing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and just ahead of you, uh, Noah, you'll see Nick lean over you and be like, yeah, it's fun, right? Yeah, that was great. Uh, well, yeah. Oh my god, I just started copying his accent. <laughs> yeah, that was, uh, Yay, that was great. Jax! Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, I, that's, oh, that kind of tired me out, but you know, uh, I'm glad to help. I, I'm gonna go find a place to take a nap. Okay. Thank uh, do you, you want a do you want a molasses tree? Oh hell yes. <laughs> okay, and I give him one. You know we we could um, probably pay to put you up for for the night in an inn if you'd like. You know, oh, at least no. we can do. Don't Good throw around not. the word we like that, Fustrock. You can do also, that if you would like to. He's <laughs> one of the Lycari. He could just walk into a place and be like, "Hey, give me a free room." <laughs> What the fuck do you think we had? No, I wouldn't do that. Good lord. No, I'm I'd... just saying. <laughs> I could. mean, I could, I guess, but that'd be really bitchy. No, um, I usually actually aren't sleep you... underwater. Aren't you... What? You say it's really bitchy, but you're, you're basically a part of Kit, right? So, like... That doesn't mean I am Kit. You could have gotten the bitchy part of it. I had know. 300 years to be my own person. Uh, you yeah. think I'm going to end up like that asshole? I love uh, him to death. Oh my god, god that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he's the best asshole, but god, he's an asshole. 
Yes. <laughs> no, thankfully, I also had the influence of like Keladir and Flameheart, so I didn't turn out to be as big of an asshole. Mm. Can't speak much for Bacana though, he's kind of fucked. Yeah. Anyway, um, hey. you know, actually. If you guys are interested, I don't know if this is like part of your itinerary, but I think the Phalon Caravan's down in Hjalmanir, if you're interested. Mm. So, okay. uh, yeah. If you want to, if you want to meet like Vesper again, she might be hanging around. I know Morgan will be there. Does uh, probably... he know that I know the Phalons? No, he doesn't know okay. you. Oh, okay. <laughs> You've never met him before before now. Huh. Says uh and then of course like Lee and Nova are in Hyomane all the time, you know, High Priestess and Lakari of the Sun. Uh and then well, I mean the others are kind of scattered around and I'm not supposed to say where Kaladir is, so yeah. Good okay. to know. Thank you. I'm gonna go have a nap, and he jumps in the water and swims away. As he as he turns around, I'm going to quickly cast Make It Pink on his hair, and I'm gonna turn his hair green. I love it, and he keeps going. <laughs> and now he, he knows eventually I was in the he eventually does that like mermaid dive and disappears under the water. Now, you guys. Let me bring you back to the M Noble and Map. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> uh, just, you know, a quarter of the way across the continent. Um, yep. You guys are standing on a smooth stone beach, uh, mostly dark stones, like uh, almost volcanic stones. Uh, darker. Oh, okay. Like, like, like this baby. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. My heart. Obs- this is my personal heart of it, Lauren. Um, but uh, mostly volcanic stones. There are a few that are like uh, like glass smooth, uh, as in like they were chipped off the surface of like a lava flow. Um, and you do see off in the ocean a ways, there are places where the water is... Uh, constantly like bubbling and churning and boiling because there are actual vents uh down below that let off lava and heat um you guys those of you who have been to Amnoblin before uh would know that around the tall donost area there's a lot of like underwater volcanic activity so this isn't strange but it does mean that uh, a lot of towns in especially within the east ring and then on this part of the continent are much warmer than they normally would be being this far north uh locks landing which is one of the further south towns not as far <coughs> south as sigurea fear um locks landing is like a mid canada kind of weather but currently it is the end of winter, so it's fucking cold. Um, it's warmer than it would be. There's a lot of like steam rising from out in the ocean, but it's, it's cold. Uh, not too far away, as you guys turn westward. Um, oh shit, you just jumped time zones too. 
Uh-huh. So you just a, went a from you just went from noon to 6 a.m. Oh, no, you just went from like 2 p.m. to 8 a.m. Yay! The whole day. Big being, jet lag. So the good news being, is, though, we our sleep was already way later in the day than it was that's already. True. You're, so, you're not going to be jet lagged at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so this would mean that at this time of day, it's late winter and you're almost at the equinox. So the sun would be up. Uh, just. Yeah. Just. Yeah. So it feels like dawn, basically, but you you would know it's more like 8 a.m. Um, obviously, being so far north, the sun is uh, riding low. Um, uh, but Noah looks out and he's like, oh, it looks like it's time for breakfast, huh? Oh, Elevensies. It gets more food. Yeah. yeah. Second breakfast, rather. Elevensies is at 11. Um, but uh, off to the west... Uh, against the fading dark of the night sky that left, you see the skyline of a sort of compact but tall city. Uh, Locks Landing is a super major port uh, now. Previously, like 300 years ago, it was pretty important, but it really only saw through traffic and not people coming to it as a destination. So Locks Landing is sort of the heart or the gate to this portion of the continent uh, between uh, Hjulmanir and Morrigan's Fjord. If you need to get anything to those towns, you take it through Locks Landing and then transport it by land because the seashore is too treacherous further along to be able to take large boats there and actually land. Um, Locks Landing is like many cities in, uh, like many older cities in Amnoblin, it is very white run, uh, like from Skyrim, because I know we have some people who have played Skyrim, if not all. I understood um, that reference. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's very white run, um, where it has a, um, it has a lot of like, uh, a lot of stone architecture for like really important stuff, uh, but almost everything else is uh, made of like a stone foundation and base with wood. And then uh, roofs are mostly done in like clay tiles. Uh, a lot of them bleached with sun and weather. Um, it's not too far away from you guys. Uh, it's maybe like a half hour walk to actually get into the city itself. It is surrounded by a pretty old wall. Uh, it's like a half circle wall that butts up against the shorelines. Um, and there are portions of the city that are built out on stone piers over the water. Um, you would see lots and lots of ships, tons of docks and piers. Uh, this place is busy. And you do see a major road leading north out of the town that would probably take you to Galarraith and Tuldunost and so on. Um, and uh, you guys would see with the direction you're coming from, there is a teeny tiny like little fishing village uh, sort of behind you to the east. Uh, you guys do come across a signpost on the road 
that has like all these different like slightly more complex directions on it like there's like arrows that do like a left and then a further like another left and you see one post that is just this really beautifully decorated and painted sign that says haven and it just has like an arrow pointing you along the way and a an estimate of the number of miles which i don't actually know how far it would be from this point but it's well over a thousand but yeah, you're an Amnoblin. There's snow on the ground. It's cold as fuck. The only person among you who is... Well, no, two people among you are resistant to cold. So uh, they don't care. Right. It's, it's, it's Gwyn and Jasper. Yeah. yeah. Jasper's the frost kobold. Yeah, I have a, I have my coat on. Yeah. So <laughs> I have my cloak. Okay. Yeah. What? Oh, your puma skin. Yeah. <laughs> we have to say I mean, it every single it, session. Yep. Admittedly, I I am like a Highland cow type minotaur, so I am very shaggy. Yeah. But you are, uh, but it's you're not much colder here than I'm used to. You're not suited for subarctic cold. No, I am a fire resistant tiefling. This that is means you're not my fucked. Thing. <laughs> Super cold. Um, so... but you are very near to the land of your birth, so you know. Well, perhaps we oh, me? Could... Yeah, Lachmanos. Oh, okay. I don't so, know that. You know you're from Lachmanos. I know. Fucking Tiefling. He's not adopted. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's a... He's a, he's a bat no. He's a gabat. <laughs> yeah, he's I'm a, a bat no. Yeah. A gnobat. A, a mergnome. Um, he's a bone. <laughs> uh, anyway. So I we assume... Should... Yeah, you guys head for the city. Yeah, so we should, when we get in there, find somewhere to stay. Semi long term. I can help with that. Right, and then the rest of you all need some like heavier clothing, probably, especially you. And I look at Noah. Yeah, you know it's uh, it's a little chilly here. Yeah, um, take this. You know we could probably do some ice fishing over here if we really wanted to. I'm gonna pull yeah. out my other tricorn hat that I have that looks exactly like Magda's and I'm just going to put it on Noah's head. It does not go on his head. Yeah, the horns. His little horns. I try harder. <laughs> you are going to break something. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I would not mind something a little bit warmer and I have like a snot icicle. <laughs> uh, are there any uh shops you hear like the baragos bombs and brews when you get into the city uh i mean do i know what that means, i should say in locks landing i you know i haven't it's a thought... huge trade port it is uh i haven't thought of where they would be in amnoblin but i don't think locks landing would be one of them okay i stopped trying to put the hat on noah's head thank you Okay. But I get a very uh, good my... idea of where to put the holes. Hold there, buns. Ah. Uh, can I? I have a question. So, my I'm magical cancer. Yeah, my magical tinkering can do something that does five feet radius of light. Can I make it do a five foot radius of heat? Mm, 
No, that's not what it does. Okay, all right. I wasn't sure. I was just asking. It's a good thought. And yeah. if you wanted to try to make something that did that, maybe you could. You could pull a Percy. Yeah, but that's true. that would take time. Yeah. Um, you guys head for Locks Landing. Um, as you enter the gates, which are just open because they don't really expect that many threats from land during the day. Um, you pass, uh, Locks Landing has uh, maroon and white banners with like black accents. And uh, you see that the sort of banner of this city-state, because it's its own sovereign territory, um, the symbol on the banner is this big, like, ship at full sail. Um, and uh, there's a lot of, like, banners all over the city. They seem pretty proud of, like, their city-state. A uh, lot of sailors here. Uh, you can spot them from a mile away. They're really rugged and, like, dirty and, you know, curse like sailors. Um, but Locks Landing, being as close as it is to Loch Minos, it is also home to one of the largest concentrations of tieflings and dragonborns outside of Loch Minos. Uh, so for those of you who don't see them very often, uh, there's a lot here. What the and fuck am I? Boy, how do they come in a lot of colors? Yeah, but seeing the same one over and over doesn't count. Okay. Um, they come in all colors, all shapes, all sizes, all, all different horns. Some of them have hoof feet. Uh, some dragonborn have tails, some don't. Some have wings, some don't. And uh, yeah, get into town. And what kind, of, what kind of lodgings are you looking for? Are you looking for something like super comfy? Are you looking for something kind of just low profile somewhere in between warm i am looking for <laughs> a tavern mm -hmm. in need of a bard and when i say oh. tavern i mean inn because we okay. need a place to sleep so i'm looking for an inn in need of a bard <clears throat> okay um yeah you you head down the main streets and there's there's a lot of bars in this town and there's a lot of places to stay, but it is a little bit harder to find a combination of the two. Uh, but eventually you come across a traditional mead hall, uh, which in Amnoblin, the tradition of the mead halls is they're usually hundreds of years old and they are created from the skeletons of ships that have been flipped over and the entire mm. place has been oh, built inside so them. Cool. Not cool. uh, not unlike yeah. like your Vasker uh, in White Run. That was where I got the original idea from. I uh -huh. will absolutely admit that. Um, but you find this mead hall that has uh, it's weirdly colorful. Like there is the hull of the overturned ship, and then you can see that they took the masts and used them as like supports on the side to keep it like balanced. And then the entire side, basically up to about 12 feet, is covered in shields that are all collected, like different designs and paints and different ages. Some of them are rusted through. Some of them are still brand new. Um, and then uh, sitting up against like these walls of shields are spears and swords that are all broken and mangled and look like people retired them here as like a place of honor. Um, 
the main door uh, is just this humongous, like, solid wood beast that takes a little bit of effort to open up. So they kind of have it cracked open just far enough for most people to walk through. Um, and like most traditional Amnoblin mead halls, there is a bar at either end uh, at what would have been the prow and the stern. Uh, and the entire hall is filled with long tables. Uh, there's a few smaller ones too, but it's mostly meant to be like a communal atmosphere. Um, and as you guys step in, uh, there is a pretty colorful clientele here between the sailors and the tieflings and the dragonborn. Uh, but there are also some very clear regulars who like look up to see when people walk in and sort of clock you guys. They're like, nah, we don't know them. And they go back to their drinks. Uh, you also find a ton of Geary. Uh, you find some Goliaths. You find... Uh, you probably would find some kobolds here, but they're not frost kobolds. Um, and... Uh, Elusir? Oh, yeah. It's plenty of Elusir. Uh, most of the people... Most of the local looking people have that darker copper tone to their skin. Uh, they're clearly Dalmarig and Monomar. Uh, though some of you don't know what they look like, so we won't as completely assume. Uh, but the Dalmarig and Monomar share, even across races, they share a similar skin tone of this sort of darker, like, ruddy copper. Um, so you see like a whole table of Elusir. There's another that's like a mix of Dalmarig and what are probably Kulo, which are the like adopted skull. Uh, hold on, I should give a little context for those of you who don't know the lingo. Uh, obviously Dalmarig and Monomar are the native people. Uh, the Dalmarig are the people who follow the Dalmarig, uh, uh, which is the tenets of the Balin gods. The Monomar do typically follow one or all of the Balin gods, but they don't follow like the set down tenets. It's like I, I don't want to use the word Bible, but it's kind of the Bible of the religion. Um, and then the Kulo are people who are not mm. Dalmaric or Monomar, uh, but they are outsiders. But they're cool. Yeah, oh. uh, they're outsiders who have been basically adopted by the culture and said, you are one of us now. Um, but you can usually you can usually tell when they're not part of the culture because they typically like wear mixed stuff. And then skull is the word the Dalmarig use for outsiders. Uh, until probably a couple hundred years ago, thanks to the efforts of the Holdron Company with the Obsidian Collective, uh, Skull used to have a terrible connotation, which basically meant, ew, white man, get out. Yeah. Uh, now it is just outsider. It's more the tone than the word that matters. So if somebody just calls you a skull, it's no big. It just means you're not from here. But if yeah. they're like skull, then it's an insult. Um, as we're walking in, yeah. by the way, as we're walking in, I'm going to cast mm -hmm. Eagle Splendor on myself. Cool. And by that, I mean, I'm going to cancel Enhance Ability on myself using cool. Eagle Splendor. I, I know. Yeah. But you step in. You're able to locate a table if you so wish. Um, you guys all see... Uh, 
Gwen just right at home in this atmosphere. This is her culture. She understands this. Uh, Jasper looks kind of excited. Like this is similar to his culture, but still different. And he gets how it works. Also, almost everybody here is speaking, almost everybody who is not a sailor here is speaking Thunar. So some of you have no fucking clue what's being said. I took that one for a reason. Yeah. Poor Christmas. I'm gonna go try to find someone who looks like they're in charge. I don't, you know, I looked back, I don't think Lorcan speaks Thunar either. I don't think he does. So he's just as, yeah. yeah. Sorry, what did Christmas say? I'm gonna go look for someone who looks like they're in charge, like a bartender. Those would be the, the bartenders. Yeah. Um, I I'm won't gonna, go too I'm much follow longer. Christmas. I won't go too much longer, but we'll we'll do this little conversation. Uh, you go to one end of the hall uh, where behind this long, slightly curved, like outwardly curved bar. Um, so like you sit within the U and the bartender because it has to fit the shape of the ship. Um, there is a geary bartender, um, a woman with her hair shaved pretty short. Um, she's dressed up in like a leather apron, simple tunic, uh, sleeveless tunic. And uh, she has these like bracers on her arms that are covered in runic uh, etchings. And you see her pretty much all exposed skin up to sort of the line of her jaws, just covered in tattoos. Uh, and a couple sort of climb up the side of her face, but she's just slinging drinks down the bar. And as you guys approach, she greets you in Thunar. Oh, hey, hi there. Uh, he doesn't speak Thunar. Uh, can you speak common? Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay. Welcome. Uh, I've never seen you two before. How can I help you? I I nudge Christmas. I'm like, I got your back, bud. Yeah, thank you. Um, that's actually part of the reason why I am here is... Um, hold on, I have to pull up one thing real quick because I forgot the name of something. Apologize. Uh, I, I, we are a group of, I guess you'd call us adventurers. Anyway, um, we're going to be in town for a couple of weeks, and mm-hmm. uh, we will be needing a place to stay. I myself, one, do not know Thuna, and two, am a <laughs> bit of a performer by trade. I work well. for tips. And I would just like to say that it would be an honor for me to spend time here learning the language and also perhaps getting a few more customers in the door for you. I mean, like in exchange I said, for room and board, I mean... I, uh, I put a hand know. on his shoulder and cast guidance while he's talking. <laughs> um... Yeah, sure, make a persuasion check. Cool. Well, I have advantage on this, and plus, mm-hmm. what's the guidance? 1d4? Uh, plus a d4, yeah. Plus a d4. Okay. Natural one. That's not nice. <laughs> <Old times. laughs> so the first one was a 2, yeah. plus 2 is 4. The second one was a nat 20. Hey! Nice. Yeah. Um, as soon as you, as soon as you offer this, she's like, oh, of course, sure. We would love to have somebody entertained. Um, I can, 
you know, you can you can work for tips as much as you like. I can offer you a, a room as long as you play. Uh, however, I can't offer it for your whole group. Cool. Well, I don't really give a shit about them anyway. Just kidding. I do. Um, <laughs> we can pay for our own rooms. I mean, you can squeeze them all into one room. I don't care what you're into. Uh, have you heard of... Uh... You know, the Baragos. Oh, boy. I don't feel like Fustrak smells good when he's wet. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I was like, all <laughs> that room would smell terrible. Um, Fustrak has not bathed since this started. Well, you have in a volcanic town. You have, never come, to a bath you, have, you have literally come to the continent known for its bathhouses. Yes. Yeah, that's one of the first fucking yeah. things he's doing. Um... <laughs> But yeah, the bartender goes, Barago? I don't think I do. No, uh, Bar uh, Barago's bruising balms. I can't say I do. Okay, well, you know, that's fine. Uh, how much are the rooms? <laughs> uh, at the moment, they're going for uh, two silver a night. Okay. Can we get and... a discount because of AMC or is that just in Frosthold? You haven't asked. Um, I'm, I'm working on it. Don't worry. I'm going to get the video for that. Uh, so, uh, okay. So there's going to be, um, okay. Boostrock and Jasper are together. Lorcan and Magda are together. And then I can have, uh, oh. Is no, it Lorcan no. and Magda together? No, no, no. It's, right. uh, well, Lorcan he's doing I that math in his head. Can I have a Sazerac, please? The three. Can, can what? Can I have a Sazerac, please, while he's doing that math in his head? What is a Sazerac? What's a Sazerac? That's like the drink of the West. That's okay. A Sazerac. So it's... Sarsaparilla. Sarsaparilla. Typically, it's a a cognac thing where it's sugar or like simple syrup with bitters in a chilled glass. And then you you do a... What's it called? Absinthe. You, you do an absinthe wash on the glass. That is a really complicated drink for a mead hall. <laughs> it tells me a lot about the mead hall. <laughs> they serve basic shit. If you want a special drink, go to a special bar. <laughs> okay. You, you have to understand that in this time period in the world, most bars, unless they like specialize in something they carry basic shit okay because most people can't afford special shit that's fair um so i'll tell her i'll be like okay so we're gonna need three rooms on top of his okay and we're gonna need them all for at least 10 days so that should be 60 silver and Which is uh, six gold yeah yeah no i know thank you math mm -hmm. yeah and uh you know, is there maybe like a discount you can cut us for taking so much at a time? Make a persuasion check. That's gonna go super well for me. I'm so so charismatic. Persuasion. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna add my flash of genius to that, so it's gonna be twelve. She thinks about it for a moment and she says, well, I can't cut down the price of the rooms, mm. but... But you can throw in free breakfast every day? 
That is exactly what I was going to offer. Okay, you know, I like the way you... And then you um, notice over her shoulder on a little sign, it says free breakfast for all borders. (laughs) No, wait, I want to roll a perception check for that. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Because my passive perception... Everybody else notices it. (laughs) Oh, that's a 17, okay. Yeah, you notice that right after she says it. Or 19, actually. Like, okay, uh... What are your what are your policies on it? You know I'm not gonna ask. Um, okay, here's six gold. I'm concerned, but okay. Concerned? About yeah. what? What were you going I to ask? I am just a little tiefling. Um, what were you going to ask? Uh you know, I was just wondering what your policies are on like, you know, uh geese. Geese? Yeah. Why? Oh, because I came to Lock's Landing to buy a whole flock of geese. I'm gonna need a place to put them. No animals in the meat hall, unless they are house trained. Oh, they're all house trained. They actually, all of them are very uh, flexible. They're, um, they're, uh, what are the, what's that called? They're contortionist geese. I feel like I am going through an entire range of emotions right now. <laughs> That's yeah. what Ben usually does, yeah. Uh, Noah, let's not overstay our welcome before we start. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I thought maybe the contortionist geese could help you with your songs. Oh, that's okay. Um, I do have, the... don't, don't let me forget though, Noah, I do have something very cool to show you later. Oh, okay. The bartender does tell uh, Christmas there is like a spot um, on what used to be the port side of the ship, now upside down. Uh, that there's like this little separate area of like tables and a little raised uh, raised spot with like some stools around that is specifically held aside for musicians and such. Um, can I start but now? Uh, you can start whenever you like. Sweet. Um, she uh, before will. Before he goes over, I'll hit him with guidance again. She will hand the keys, uh, all the keys to the rooms to Noah. Um, the actual rooms, there's like a hallway to a separate structure that goes off the backside of this of this hall and uh, just leads into basically an inn setup that's been built on. Um, let's see. Oh, I did want to make sure that one of those rooms is big enough to accommodate a giant. Oh yeah, they they Geary are from Amnoble and they always okay. have room room. I figured, I just wanted to make sure. <clears throat> but yeah. You you all get rooms and you can do whatever you want, set your stuff down. Christmas starts playing up a storm. Give me a per- performance check so just for fun. I'm actually gonna throw the tricorn hat upside down. So that yeah. it's there for the tips. It's um, nice and sturdy. And then yeah, I'll do this. It's a good thing these have advantage. Guidance? Uh, that is an unnatural 20. Nice. Yeah, you Pretty sit down and set. immediately you have a bunch of people's attention. And you start to remember as you get get going that especially Geary culture, but a lot of Amnoblin cultures are warrior poets. And so you know what to pick out to impress them the most which is epic stories, uh, basically songs that aren't just repeating. They actually tell something amazing. And uh, 
it doesn't take long for you to gather a pretty good amount of attention and a few people start throwing coins in. Um, we will, we'll get a little more into that uh, next session, but we've already gone over a little bit. So we will say that you guys uh, situate your rooms, pair off with whoever you're gonna pair off with, and uh, you will want before next session to think about what you're gonna do with these 10 days, because I think I'm gonna put us on a downtime period. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll talk to each of you individually about that. <laughs> I already have an idea for Foostrack and I'm so excited about it. Oh yes. But, uh, do keep in mind there are such fun things in Locksman Landing as bathhouses and, oh. uh, pits and, uh, like fighting Full pits. Fighters. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, there are temples, there are, uh, all kinds of shops, almost anything you could think of. There's a Sundrakes in this city because it's a major city. Um, and I should say that, uh, just so you have an idea of how the city works before we go, um, Lox Landing is ruled over by somebody called a Viceroy, uh, which originally a Viceroy is a person who rules a colony in place of a king. It would be like there would have been a Viceroy of India back when England owned it. Um, but this is a passed down title. There is no king that owns Lox Landing anymore. It's just the Viceroy. Um, and the city is pretty, mm, pretty obsessed with their navy, a little on the militaristic side. So they're a little hard line. So be careful or you're going to be arrested. <laughs> But it's not nearly as bad as like Port Magnus, which is, you know, prohibition, no drugs, no drinking. Oof, really no brothels. glad that I didn't suggest going there. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to actually put you guys through one of those cities and watch you get arrested. But that's where we're going to end the stream for today. I'm so excited that you went to Locks Landing. We're in a noble one. We're so far Howard. away from Frosthold. Oh, so yeah. far. <laughs> Literally, One might even say just as far away as we possibly could get. Almost. Yeah, almost. The only way you could have gotten further was to go to Rhyme. Yeah. Which then Hector would have been like, what the fuck did I sail for? <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so thank you everybody for joining us and sticking with us an extra 15 minutes here. Um, we will be pre-recording the next episode because Thanksgiving stuff. Um, but that will air at the normal time uh, on this Saturday. Uh, we air 11 a.m. Saturday Eastern. Um, and yeah, I don't know of any soonish interruptions or off days, but we will keep people posted. Uh, you can find below here on Twitch. You can find it on YouTube. Uh, you can find links to our link tree and each of our things including our red bubble shop please go there and support us buy some stickers buy some shirts we got some fun designs that you may have seen pop up in the stream every so often uh i personally really enjoy the uh by death or discouragement one mm -hmm. of the amc uh i believe ash has a hoodie of I that do. yeah um, great but uh go support us there because this ain't free oh. uh Real quick, circling Yo. back to dates, Christmas is on a Saturday. 
It is. So we probably won't have. I mean, don't I'm... even think about the holiday anymore when people say it. I have to stop I myself. Know. And just like... I'll I'll talk to you guys about that one because I'm game to pre-record that and air it myself because I don't uh-huh. think I have anything to do that day. But uh, I have no schedule. But we'll talk about it. I uh, just don't know if anyone would watch it. But uh. yeah, it seems like we're. I to... can think of about thirty people who have nothing better to do on Christmas. Oh. It's me. I'm people. You're, you know what? That's what we'll do. We'll hang out on Christmas. It'll be great. Yeah. Um, you're part of my family, and uh, we always go over to my. You anyway? <laughs> uh, let's go around the circle. I've got Astrid Knight. Hi, my name's Astrid. You can find me basically everywhere at Astrid K Writes, or at my website AstridKnight.com. Uh, I'm writing a book. It's about D&D. It's called Perception Check. It's pretty cool. It's coming out in 2022. Uh, when? <laughs> Fuck, who knows? I just pushed back all of my deadlines and whatever. It'll come out that year, though, uh, I hope. And uh, what else? Uh, I got a short story about Mothman coming out next month uh, in an anthology. Mothman. 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 Uh, uh-huh. yeah. So, yeah, check that out. I think that's it. Blake! I'll go next. Okay. Uh, I'm Blake R. Wolf. You can find me at BlakeRWolf.com. B-L-A-K-E-R-W-O-L-F-E. I write fantasy novels. Uh, I have a full series out called The Crystalline Chronicles that is, um, kind of D&D, kind of Lord of the Rings, kind of Narnia. So it's a little, little country, little rock and roll. It's all over the place. Um, there's lots of gay people. Uh, lots. Yeah. I think the whole main cast is not straight. Um, Tara is my queen. And <laughs> uh, I do that. I'm working on beginning another series uh, right now that should come out in 2022, early, early 2022. I'm hoping January. Um, and then we're Ash, myself, and Taylor are writing the novelization of campaign one of uh the atlar and stuff so we're planning to have that out i think in march-ish maybe we'll see yeah, we'll see that's me okay gail hi i'm zach Ooh. uh i primarily write uh horror stories i'm currently working on my first collection i plan to have it published next october and edited Ooh. by the one and only taylor um almost done writing the stories i only have three stories that i'm working on and hopefully we'll be finishing those soon and then i will likely be done with that bit um you can find me on twitter uh at zachary g author and uh my now wife makes some really cool shit uh but we are revamping her store uh, so I will have more information for all of you on that very shortly. Coop, how normal are you this week? Uh, it's uh, me. I'm also a Zach and um, I'm a regular human. I'm the hashtag stream master, hashtag long hashtags. Hashtag blessed. Um, I like D&D. I don't write hashtag. books or stories or anything like that. That's my cat. 
It's Younger. One of them. Andy. He's asleep. And um, that yeah, that's it. Have you shown cool. everyone that your cat, his back looks like Oogie Boogie? Oh my god, um, I haven't. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, show show quick. them because I can't unsee it. <laughs> it's like uncanny how much he looks like Oogie Boogie from behind. Well, Wait, yeah, your hands are. Oh my oh, god, he does! It. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was just watching Night Before Christmas last night. Yeah. Right. Wow. He's crazy. He's yeah. very upset now, but um, <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he's got the it eyes. It really the, does. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty frightening. <laughs> and if you all shake him, there's something very wrong. Because this might be the last time that you hear the boogie song. Whoa. 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 Alright, Taylor, tell us what you do besides oh, sing. Yeah. Everybody. <laughs> I like movies. Um, I just, uh, we, Xana and I spent like half the night yesterday just singing Wicked, or Thursday just singing Wicked. Uh, anyway, hi, hello, I'm Taylor. Uh, Taylor Wallace, you can find me on Twitter at T A I Y. Schizophrenia. Indeed. Honestly, we didn't do bad on that. L O R W A L L A C E. Make sure you misspell Taylor or you will never find me. Uh, I am an editor. You can also find me on Sonder underscore. Make sure you remember the underscore editing on Twitter. I, I edit shit for people. I'm very good at fantasy. I'm currently editing while we write the novelization of campaign one, the sleeper campaign. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I'm partially writing, partially editing. I'm adding things. And uh, yeah, if you're if you're doing National Novel Writing Month or you know somebody who is and needs uh, an editor who doesn't charge your firstborn child's immortal soul, give me a message. I will be happy to help. But- uh, A lot of gravity. <laughs> gravity is increasing on me. <laughs> um, but yeah. I think that's pretty... Oh, you can also go to SonderEditing.com. almost forgot about that. Yes. S-O-N-D-E-R. Editing. Uh, but I think that's pretty much everything for us this week. That felt like two minutes of gameplay. Uh, we'll see... I'll see all of you when we pre-record, but we'll see everybody else on Saturday, 11 a.m. Eastern Sharp. And uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks again to Hardway Jones for uh, thank you for yeah, thank you, Mr. Jones. Thank you. giving us and the thanks rave. for everybody who stuck around. Yeah, yeah sorry we thought you were bots. We, we were scared. Yeah. <laughs> nobody nobody us. watches us, so we were yeah. like, oh, what is this? Oh God, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> uh, we'll see you. We'll see you around, Mr. Stream. Hashtag Stream. Hashtag Master. Please oh check us out. Hashtag master. All right. Bye, everyone. Hashtag, hashtag blessed. Hashtag, hashtag bye. bye.